This week on Face Off Hockey Show, it's just trade deadline stuff. It's trade deadline stuff all day. That's pretty much the only only pieces of news. I mean, we got some injury news. We got oh, NCAA news. We've got a lawsuit for COVID. What team's doing that? We're going to find out and listen in. It's Face Off Hockey Show. It's going to start right about uh, now, Funk's old brother. The following program is closed captioned for the thinking impaired. Choose your command. You have chosen the Face Off Hockey Show. I mean, hockey is my life. I've got on hockey underwear right now. The Face Off Hockey Show. With Scotty Waz. Sean O. And the P Boys. Johnny, Johnny and Mark with a C. Yeah, baby. Here's your host for the Face Off Hockey Show, Scotty Waz. Welcome. We've done it again. We've convened for a Face Off Hockey Show. Well, um, yep. I'm Scotty Waz. Johnny P's there. It's a great time for everybody. I feel like that song was like the opening song for like FIFA 13. Which one? And you just listen to it over and over, right about now. Oh, that oh, yeah, yeah. I feel like uh, that was a like a opening like montage song for like a video game, maybe a FIFA game. NHL 2001 had uh, I think it was a Collective Soul song. Uh, the uh, Stanley Cup game, I think, just played the ESPN. Wasn't there an ESPN game hockey, that was like National Super hockey. Nintendo? Yeah, National Hockey Night. I think it was Genesis and Super NES. Yeah. Super Nintendo Chalmers. Yeah, it was like a synthesized version of it. Yeah. Like oh. more synthesized. They didn't have enough disk space on that fucker. <laughs> uh, man, ESPN's terrible. Anyway. Their coverage is just, oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah, but Kevin Weeks, though, wins. Kevin Weeks is great. Kevin Weeks is the shiny Kevin one. Weeks won all of the trade deadline. That, if, that, if that becomes his new gimmick, I won't be mad. So, um, we always knew he was he was golden, but I just put him over the top. I mean, he's done it twice now. He was, like, breaking Seattle draft picks in multiple places. Now he's doing it for the trade deadline. Exactly. So now it's a bit. It's a thing now. Wait till the draft. I'm here for it. He's going to be getting some smoked meat and fucking saying that the, the Tampa Bay traded the 22nd overall pick. Yeah. It's going to be great times. Well, people are yelling at him in French. Exactly. Oh, soccer on blue. Oh, oh, oh. Um, yeah. All right. Hey, it's uh, Jenny P. What'd you do with your week? Oh, uh, there's basketball. Playing basketball. Yeah. Uh like that basketball. The highlight of uh of the first couple of rounds of uh, the NCAA tournament, I believe, was when the uh Indiana cheerleader went up and got the uh, ball that was stuck on top of the uh backboard. Yep. That was my highlight. The North Carolina Baylor game was pretty good, except for the fact that North Carolina decided like, ah, twenty five points, that should be fine. We'll just go to right. overtime and beat you. Yeah. Uh um, and uh, I haven't lost 
my uh, champion yet in uh, any of the brackets that I did, so that's good. I have not. Uh, I have not lost my champion. I did lose the team they were playing against. Yeah, I did too. So fuck off, Baylor. But I almost uh, there was a point where I thought that both of my team, my brackets, had a chance to finish last. Yeah, and I was like, this could be the first time ever. <laughs> like, I, you might have to retire the ticket, the uh, trophy, and just I'll buy a new one at that point. Right. But the East bracket totally screwed me. Dumb East. Jesus. Stupid East bracket. It's East Coast bias, though. It should be an East Coast bias. I'm just not good at it. Um. So let me see for pocket pool. Ah, oh, see the beauty part is it doesn't give you a good full ranking. Um. So I have two of my uh, final four teams still in it. That's good. Uh, I ran shop in the Midwest to get to the 34 or 32, and then I only have uh four of the eight or two of the four teams in there. I have Kansas Providence. Uh, I ran the South Division pretty well, got every single one correct going into the second round. Wow, look at and that. O- and only missed uh, Tennessee uh, going into the Sweet 16. So I have three of the four teams there. What does Tennessee? Uh, obviously not Michigan. Not Michigan. Uh, <laughs> oh. uh, other side of things, my West bracket was kind of hot shit. I had UConn going a long way. They fucking bowed out first. I had Bama over Notre Dame. That didn't work. And my East bracket, I think it was with you, my East bracket dog shit. Ow. I've I've uh, literally picked in two brackets that I have. I've literally picked every game that I can in the East. I don't have a single team left in the East bracket that I can pick and get a points for. Oh, man. You should have <laughs> bet on the Peacocks, brother. Bet on the peacock. If only I had known. I feel like there's going to be a point where you like, where somebody randomly is like, I want this 15 seed to go to the Sweet 16. And they're going to hit it. And people are going to be like, How did you know that? And you're like, Sports Almanac. And that's going to be a <laughs> joke that like people aren't going to get anymore. No, you're right. And you're like, Well, what? Wait, what Sports Almanac? They're going to be like, What are you talking about? I'm like, Damn it, children. Someone read it. But yeah, I didn't do much this weekend. Uh, uh, Maryland is in uh, bipolar weather season. Nice, nice. Uh, it was, it was really nice this weekend. I think it was like seventy degrees. It was uh seventy degrees yesterday and sunny, and there uh is a chance that it could snow this weekend. All it's right. gonna be like twenty eight on Saturday, I think, or something like that. Fucking what? What the hell? Yeah. So. Uh. My like, brain exploding is something that could occur. Who knows? Like, yeah. Anymore. <laughs> uh, apparently, I'm going to uh, New Jersey. Yeah, I heard that. In uh, in April. A couple weeks. So, that's good. Might be the last. Might be the last uh, regular season games that I can get to. Right. Exactly. Not, I don't think I'm going to hit those two within, when you're in town. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Said Jed with my camera. Those fucking yeah, yeah take pictures. Blind as a bat, fucking Jen. <laughs> God love her, but man, we should see what Jen, what type of pictures Jen could get. I've seen stuff from her phone, not great. <laughs> of course, her phone's a potato because she refuses to change it because she has to learn a whole new phone. And she's old, tragedy. 
<laughs> so. Uh, but so yeah. Nice. So we'll see. We will see. I am. Uh, I am. Yeah, not much doing. Not much doing here. We, yeah, no hockey. Went to a card shop. Uh, bought some cards. That was that. That was pretty much the excitement of this weekend. Uh, watched some hockey, and then there we go. That's that's the weekend. Very woods. Every once in a while, it's good to have a weekend where you don't do much. Yeah, I'm kind of glad. Like season for UND's over, so I can. <laughs> Because their their Saturday games were like six o'clock, so oh, try to get to the rink like an hour or so before, like before gates open, just because it's fucking midwest. Yeah. People in the Midwest don't understand um, time. No, they don't understand that you it when you're walking on a concourse. Um, you don't stop in the middle of the fucking concourse and just block the way. <laughs> you met somebody that you just got off of work like last week. Like you just saw it, saw them like five hours ago. You don't need to strike up a fucking conversation. Nothing happened in that five hours, dude. I can tell you that right now. Hey, how you doing? But they just fucking like, and it's upstairs in the three hundred level is much narrower, and they just fucking stop in the middle, and it's just like, what the fuck are you guys? So it's doing? like four ninety five. Yeah, essentially, it's four ninety five minus the truckers, but with the <laughs> vaccine de- uh, denial. Okay. Um. Perfect. Yeah. So. Yeah, we're kind of glad. Kind of glad it's over. And uh, now we just sit and wait. And we just wait I till... always enjoy getting to the right girly. I enjoy it, too. It's fun. It's a peaceful place. Yeah. Like, right up until the point where they bring the lights up and people show up. Yeah, it, it was great with the uh, Black Bears changing the Friday night games to 6.30. And um, me getting to the Ralph at, like, 5.15 just so I can watch <laughs> the game. Um and they're just hanging out there like no one's even thinking about doors opening. I'm just sitting there watching the game. And then by the time the UND's game starts, it's like the third period for the Black Bears. So I'm like, all right, cool. I can just keep half an eye on this game and half an eye on UND. Nice. So, works out well. Works Heck yeah. out well. But here we are in, uh, in, the, uh, in the thick of it, baby. So let's get to some uh, in Jerry news. Bum, 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 bum. Oh, yeah. Who's down and out with some blues? Maybe some black and bruised. It's the Face Off Hockey Show Injury Reports. Oh, God. Device verify. Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck off! And it goes to the Facebook Hockey Show email, and I don't have. I think I think I know what the that email is. Okay, I it's do. the same. You don't yeah. have it on your phone? Uh, no, I use my desktop for Patreon stuff. Oh, stop! Stop it! Stop yelling at me! <laughs> Fuck! Somebody's trying to break in the uh, Facebook Hockey Show. <laughs> yeah, email. Quick! It's it's wait! It's the host. Hold on. Not now. Just give me a fucking. Jesus, fuck! <laughs> what are you doing? <sighs> God. Uh, anyway, luckily I have Opera GX on, so I got this for my rundown. Hey, Aaron Eckblad, rough injury for him. Uh, he nearly avoided uh, catastrophe as he uh, got uh, just jammed up. Like, he jammed up against the boards, and then his teammate loses an edge and fucking just barrels out on him. Um, so 
Yeah, that was a good time. He is uh, week to week, however. Uh, Andrew Burnett said that uh, they dodged a big bullet in that one. So um, congratulations to uh, them and uh, getting that all done with. Oh, stop it, you motherfuckers. Tired of this fucking shit. There we go. All right. Closing out of that. Um, So good for him. But Aaron Eppley kind of turning into Barrett Jackman, just constantly having injuries. Yeah. And just not knowing what the hell to do. Sucks because he's a good player and that's a good fucking team. And now with Claude Giroux, even better team. Uh, their odds actually increased to win the thing. Uh, so that's, that's good. We'll talk about that here in a bit. Uh, another injury is um, good old uh, Thomas Shabbat's fractured hand. He's out for the season. I don't know if I mentioned it last night. It was on the borderline of uh, things happening and things not happening. But done for the season. Um, for the Senators, and let's be honest, Senators' season was done a while ago. <laughs> got that going for it. Suspensions. Nino Niederreier got suspended a game for slashing against the Cavs bench and hitting uh, a, uh, AJF. Um, Axel, is it AJF, right? Yes. Janssen Fiabi. Did he hit him in the hair? Because that wouldn't have hurt at all. Right, but the hair is an extension of your body. It's true. He's got a, he's got a great mane. Does he, he does have a flow, as the kids say. It's a good salad. But yeah, the, the, AJF was on the bench. Nita Ryder just swung in the stick and hit him. So he gets a game for that. So here we go. Uh, Patreon, we got a Patreon, which is what I was trying to log into. Uh, Patreon.com slash Faceoff Hockey Show. The security is good on Patreon. You got to give that to him. That's good. Because um, it takes 80 fucking things to uh, get things going. Uh, but, uh, you give a dollar, you get the video show, you give $5, uh, you get a foot long. Nope, you don't. You get, uh, to pick a segment and possible extra segments, which means we could MST3K a cult favorite, uh, here in a bit that I, uh, purchased, uh, purchased with a, uh, um, at the, at the, at the card shop. They had a DVD section. <laughs> so I was able to, uh, get myself onto that. So we'll right. see. We'll see what happens there. Um, but yeah, you, we might have that. We might not. We might do it. We, what, 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 things happen. We'll see how it goes. And, but that's uh, patreon.com. So it's Facebook Hockey Show. You can be like Pat, Jeff, Kevin, Matthew, Damon, Mark, Ethan, Trista, uh, Chris, Bra, Rob, Sean, and Mitch. They contributed. So can you. Patreon.com. So it's Facebook Hockey Show. All the money goes into the show once again. And, uh, Johnny, they picked the obvious one, and we're going to talk about it right now, the clusterfuck that was Evan Dadoff's non-deal. So, oh, God. The uh, Golden Knights, in their infinite wisdom, trying to get um, Evan Dadoff's contract off the books. Why? Because they have 16 cents in, uh, in cap space. So they're like, all right, well, we're going to trade him. We're going to trade him to the... Uh, we're going to trade him and his $5 million contract with a year left on it to the Anaheim Ducks. Uh-huh. Done and done. We've done it once again. Uh, look look how head. great we are. Look, we're, we're fucking, we're, yeah. we're loving it. We've got money now. We can go. We can do something else. There's a problem with that, though. As uh, Evan Dadoff had a 10-team no-trade clause that he had to file ahead of uh, the, uh, the specified date, which I think changed because the season went long. Um, in any case, he filed it in time. 
Uh-huh. And uh, one of the teams that was on his 10-team no-trade was the Anaheim Ducks. Oh, that probably means you can't trade him today. Probably means you can't. The The deal was supposed to be, and this is even a bigger fuck you. So it's supposed to be Dadoff and a second, a conditional second-round pick for John Moore and the contract of Ryan Kessler. <laughs> so... Um, where's John? Let me see, let me see John Moore's uh, what his contract is like. Former defenseman for the uh, is even is John Moore even on here? Is he even a defenseman? Oh, John Moore is buried. He's in the minors. One point six two five. So you're talking about a value of three and a half million. You get back in cap space. A little under three and a half million. You get back in cap space. Uh huh. And Ryan Kessler's contract is long-term injury reserve. It's 6.8, but it doesn't matter. It's going in your books, and then he's done. Uh, so that's what was going to happen. Um, but uh, apparently, the Vegas Golden Knights did not know that there was a no-trade clause when they traded for him uh, not too long ago from Ottawa. The NHL, I guess, didn't know, but they have 45 million other people who have modifiers on their contracts. That, yeah, like, like I, f- I don't feel like that's the NHL's issue. No, I think it's a team, it's a team issue. Um, and then, then the uh, <laughs> the league is like, yeah, no, this is wait, what? The agent showed the paperwork, the faxing happened, everything went as fine, um, and um, the deal had been canceled as of uh, this afternoon here on as we tape this. So nice. Um, nothing happened. Cancel culture is real. And that means Vegas is over the cap when they bring people back. Exactly. So they have to find somebody to, like, I don't know, break their kneecap or have meniscus surgery. So they're out for two, three weeks, um, which is not great because of the fact that, yeah, they have uh, they're bordering on a uh, playoff spot. Uh huh. Um, and this is also including the fact that uh, Robin Lehner's contract, because he's injured, He's got five million just sitting there in long-term injury reserve. Pacioretty, who knows when he's going to be able to come back, and when he does, how you're going to put him? It's an interesting juggling here. Uh, some people say karma, and then apparently, according to Andy Strickland of the Athletic, league sources are blaming Ottawa in all this because I guess Ottawa didn't disclose disclose well enough that Dadoff had a ten-team no-trade clause. Which okay, here's the thing. Go ahead and say <laughs> what you're going to say because I think we had the same thought. Well, okay, so I saw something. Uh, if Cat Friendly knows, right, yeah, that there's a modified no trade clause on his contract, don't you think the fucking team should know? Even if Ottawa was like, you know what, you're right, we didn't tell you. Everybody else in the world knew about it, but I guess you guys did it. You don't have the internet in Vegas. Who knows? But this is such a bullshit excuse. Mm. Well, someone's like, oh, it's protecting the Vegas Golden Knights because the NHL wants to... I don't believe that for a second. I just believe that the Golden Knights didn't hire anybody to, you know, look at the contracts. Or the internet. Or the internet. And go to Cap... It'd be funny if the Cap-friendly guys just called up the league office. Hey, yeah, listen, long time, first time. Uh, you can't do that. Can't. It's like when people call uh, calling in, like... Uh, Golf. Infractions in golf yeah. tournaments. Yeah, <laughs> there's a hotline for trade deadline. Trade the guys at Cat Friendly are like, you might want to relook at that one. Yeah, they have a fucking bat phone. They have a red bat phone that goes right to the Gary Bettman's office. I mean, office. how they haven't been hired by the NHL is beyond me. Well, the NHL sees no value in it. 
True. So, right. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's what they are. Why would um, why would they want a database of all the contracts that they have? Like, and this is the thing: if you're the Golden Knights, don't you? When you acquire someone's contract, ain't you looking over that for a minute? Ain't you well, just 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 taking a glance? Let's go to the least that the Golden Knights could have done. Hey, you have a no trade con a no trade clause in your contract? Yeah. Okay, thanks. Like, <laughs> all they had to do is ask. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, or the agents just like, hey, just a reminder, we have a no trade clause. <laughs> see you later. I'll see you on the golf course. I think this is so much fun. It's, to me, like, this is fantastic because it's hilarious. It just screams like, well, so a lot of people on the internet are saying that the Vegas Golden Knights don't like, don't uh, appreciate their players very much anyway, because they'll just get rid of them for the new shiny thing. Um, which, I mean, you've seen happen. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, with Jack Eichel. Um, it's going but, well, by the way. I mean, this is just a, like, really, really terrible way to run your team. If you don't even know what the contracts look like, like what happens, what happens if, uh, you know, it'd be great is if mm. like, there was like an actual penalty, like a $2 Monica? million dollar, a million dollar penalty or something like that. If you trade, traded somebody that has a no move contract. Yeah. That'd be great. So by the way, uh, according to this, um, because that off still in the roster for they have four hundred five thousand dollars in usable space uh, remaining in its long term injury salary pool. Team needs nine point oh nine million in cap space to activate Captain Mark Stone and uh, defenseman Alec Martinez. So good. Oh no, sorry, nine oh nine point oh nine to activate Stone and four point eight four to activate Martinez. Oh, well, how would they even have done that in the first place then? How do you mean? Like if they even if they traded about, like it was only five bill, right? Yeah, deferred monies. Yeah, I guess so. Still, yeah, I have hilarious. Well, good luck. Uh, and what I didn't realize until uh, this week either was that you have to bring somebody back from long term injury reserve. Yes, as <laughs> soon as they're healthy, like right. as soon as they're deemed healthy, they have to come back off of it. So you don't think they're fucking paying off doctors in Vegas right now? They say they're still out. Say, I don't know, he has a setback. Fuck if I know. We, do, we don't have the money. <laughs> We're going to play with 10 guys. It's going to look like a goddamn beer league. All of the, like, half of the doctors in Vegas have tickets to Adele. I'm waiting I'm waiting for the Evan Dandoff has been sent down to Charlotte for training. Because it's a no trade, not a no move. Oh. Uh, uh. I'm waiting for that. Um, and if you're Evan Dadoff, would you do you do you really want to go there now? Like, do you really want to go back to Vegas, knowing that they fucking could, a could not care less, b tried to fucking ship you off without you knowing, and then c completely disregard the ten team no trade that you have and filed properly? Yeah. What the? Fuck I mean, the truth what? of the matter is, I guess that if you value your career you're going to still play out the rest of the season so that hopefully you can move somewhere in the off season mm-hmm. right like, well except for like 20 21 teams you can go to right right except for the <laughs> 10 teams that apparently are were written down on a 
napkin. napkin and faxed over. <laughs> it faxed over, right? <laughs> uh, God, this is just this actually just when you thought you saw everything, right? For the trade deadline, right? The NHL is like here, hold my beer. Mm-hmm. Golden Knights are just like, hey, we're gonna move this guy to. <laughs> Hi, I'm. Uh, wait, who's the GM of uh, fucking uh, the Golden Knights now? Is it Kelly McCrimmon? Brad McCrimmon? It might be Kelly McCrimmon. I, I was thinking Brad McCrimmon. Because Brad passed away, I think. He was the one who was in the Yaroslavl. Um, I'm just thinking right now, He just the, the web series is going to come out. Hi, I'm Kelly McCrimmon, and welcome to Jackass. We're going to trade a guy into a place he doesn't want to be. <laughs> you know, <laughs> so this, of all times would be the time that you would really, really wish that HBO was doing a behind-the-scenes documentary. Fuck, I want the war room footage that they can't do. Oh, my God, how great would that be? Jeez, I want the phone call afterwards where Kelly McCrimmon goes into a room, and like they have it's that one where they have to peek through the crack of the door, and they, they still have him mic'd up, and he yeah. doesn't realize it. <laughs> what do you fucking mean? Wait, what do you fucking mean? No, you don't. No, Gary turn- personally calls. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Gary, hi. Yeah, no, that last second. Are we going to get it through? A no trade what? Um, what? How many? Ten? That he can't be. Who doesn't want to go to Anaheim? He's not a Disney adult. Okay, fuck. Um, <laughs> really, we can't just, like, shuffle this one through and just ship him off and just be like, oh, boys will be boys. No. Ah, fuck. I really, Gary, I really don't want Gary. Gary, you see the money I got to I get somehow find almost 14 million dollars to activate my captain and one of our defensemen. We're just sitting here playing with our dicks right now because we can't get to the goddamn playoffs. I don't know, Gary, you fix it. I I only live in Vegas. I don't know what I don't know the scheme is of this inner working shit. I mean, there is a part of me though that would allow Vegas of all teams to gamble with their salary cap remaining. <laughs> And you know what? Like, if you win extra money, then that's on you. Like, you go for good luck. Go for it. Like, every team, when they visit Vegas, they're allowed to gamble a certain amount of their salary cap remaining and try to win more. But you know what? You could also lose all that as well. Uh, and that could backfire you at the trade deadline. I'm going to give you an opt-in, opt-out that I'll give Lyle, and I hope he pops for it. I hope you pop for it, too. Opt in or opt out. Three years from now at the trade deadline, they completely forget Jack Eichel has a no-movement clause and try to trade him. <laughs> yes. In. True story. <laughs> All the way. Oh, my God. How do you not... Remember when capologists were a thing? Remember when that was a thing? Vegas just said, fuck that. Well, so the capologists wouldn't even work in this situation because you actually had to fucking read a contract. That's true. Like well, capologists no, just use Excel and they never, figure out how to be underneath of a number. We would never be in this thing because they'd be like, yeah, Kelly, we can't. He can't move. He's got this thing. Yeah, but they wouldn't know. They just plugged his number into an Excel spreadsheet and told him how many days he could play on the team. Like, Kelly, Kelly, listen, it's you, this is your signature right here. You can't deny it. My God. You can't deny you didn't see it. Why is this right here? The next advanced stat's going to be like, like a new movement clause per player per team or something like uh, uh <laughs> per, wait, per wait, player on no, the team waivers and no trade move uh no trade clauses per 60 
Although, although the Leafs, the Leafs are at least a very close second this week to like the dumbest things that could have occurred. Uh, putting Mrazek on waivers to send him to the Miners to sign a guy that played in the Olympics who then got picked up off waivers by Arizona. Yeah, no, the Harry Sateri thing. Uh, that's a fucking hilarious thing as well. That's so good. And then Mrazek having to be called uh, recalled off the of waivers. And it's like, hey, right? Bygones, you know? Yeah, you. I mean, you're playing for the Leafs. Be happy. Exactly. We got new jerseys. Um. Reversible jerseys, too. I was really hoping that they would have come out in a different set of jerseys for the third period, like the Ducks. <laughs> um. So, yeah. Any any last words on the Dadoff thing before? We'll talk to Lyle about this for sure. No, I'd love to get Lyle's take on it if he cares about it anymore. Like, It's one of those things that I feel like lasted for so long that everybody's already like got their thoughts out on it. It is like, yeah, we're, we're going to move on, but... We have to initially get it, obviously. So great. It's and and couldn't happen to a better team. Like this isn't even uh cap circumvention at this point. This is just like just, negligence. It's, it's exactly it's it's just cap what? Um Yeah, so there's that. Uh I'm looking at and I think this is next on our let me see if our next on our docket. Oh, yeah. No, it is X on our docket. Thank fuck. Okay. <laughs> so speaking of the Leafs New Jerseys. Oh, geez. They unveiled a new third jersey, which they're calling a next-gen jersey. Uh-huh. Spoilers a little bit Spoilers a little bit lower. You got more aerodynamic, and they got a good fat uh, one <laughs> one lug nut on there. Don't forget Wait, the sorry. Uh, don't forget the back uh, spoiler as well underneath the car. Oh, yeah. No, absolutely. So... Here, that, here. that makes sure the dirty air behind you isn't as bad. <laughs> exactly. The fins are making things go. Uh, it's like a Jimmy Buffett concert. All right. So here's the new third jerseys. If you're watching on video, here it is. If you haven't seen it, you should have seen it by now because everyone's making a mockery of it. So all black everything, blue stripes. It 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 fucking. So that jersey doesn't look terrible. It's not terrible. It it it's not terrible. It's got the inset of downtown. It's got this the the CN Tower in there. I would rather have had all white numbers. Sure. No, I get it. Those are kind of hard to see, but you know, neither here nor there. But as as a as a uh, as team li- uh, liaisons for the Black Bears, we know something about hard numbers being <laughs> right. Uh, <laughs> right. Right. Pop right, dog right. Mark in the house, everybody. What's up, Mark? Howdy. Hey, we're just talking about the Leafs, New Jerseys, um, as we see right here on our screen. There's Austin Matthews. He's got the. He's looking sharp. So here's a breakdown of the jersey. Okay. okay. It's got traditional uh, crest with the word mark with Shibori inspired print. So a little bit, little bit of shadowing there. Honor, pride, courage with that weird U in there, included mm. on the back collar. Okay. The okay. City of Toronto skyline included in the sleeve and piping in oh. the stripe pattern. All right pretty cool and i did not see that at all when i was looking at austin matthews yeah no that's the thing it's just so weirdly lit uh and then fashion forward black and blue color combination it's funny because all i see is white and gold that's good that was here's topical that would have been here's the thing though here's the thing it should have been even better if they went when they flipped it it was white and black white and yellow. <laughs> 
<laughs> they would have had the meme from 10 years ago. So if you flip it inside out, this is what's on the inside out. Um, the uniform can't be used in game time because, look, the fucking stitching is already on the inside. Stitch. Well, because the numbers are backwards. Exactly. And there's not going to be a name on the back, and everyone's going to be fucked up. Um, but they said it could be used in warehouse. It's by Justin Bieber's Drew House clothing line. And the little leaf here that looks like a Mario symbol. Um, like a star. Yeah, like a Mario star is sitting here. Voila. This is, is that why it looks like a smiley face? Is that their actual logo? Yes, that's the Drew House logo. That is a terrible logo. Not a great logo. You buy a t-shirt on it, 75 bucks though. Well, isn't this jersey also like $250? Well, you're getting two jerseys in one, man. But yeah, but you can't wear the other one. It's got writing on the outside of it. No. You can't wear it in game, but you could wear it. You can wear it in the stands, man. Wherever you So want. what happens? So what occurs when the Leafs turn bad or start losing the first round of the playoffs and all the Leafs fans turns this inside out? Because they're Justin gonna, Bieber laughs all the way to the bank. That's they're gonna there you the, go. They're going to the, get on the Bruins bandwagon before the playoffs. There you go. I did like that. I did like all of the Maple Leafs fans being like, why is it got to be Bru- Bruins colors? And everybody's like, uh, morons. So here's the CN Tower. You can barely see it on the jersey. Yeah, that's terrible. Great idea. Fucking shitty execution. <laughs> it's 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 the, the Toronto skyline at night during a power <laughs> outage. <laughs> during the power outage of 03. <laughs> that was right after Jeff or, uh, uh, Carter hit that home run, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. He Jeff knocked Carter. the lights out of the city. <laughs> he hit the transformer and yeah. knocked the lights out of the city. It was a fucking. It was it was Roy Hobbs, but it was Joe Carter. <laughs> so, God, what a fucking bad jersey! Like, I, like, I, like this, like that's bad. This isn't terrible. This it's is not terrible. It's not awful. I don't like the numbers. Yeah, numbers I'm okay never. with the black and blue. It, it, yeah, it's, it's a fine. joke at best. I, I, if they wouldn't have, <laughs> like the whole fashion forward black and blue color combination feels like the Sklar Brothers skit where they're just like, and the chopper has seats. Exactly. Chopper <laughs> like, Seats? Yeah, I can see that it's black and blue, and they're not really that fashion forward. No, yeah, I'm pretty sure you don't understand what that means. Oh, I think you're just using buzzwords to use yeah. buzzwords in NHL. But yeah, it's so, 200, 290 bucks Canadian. Um, so about about buck fifty American. Um, but again, two jerseys in one. You're getting two jerseys in one. What is the Otter Pride courage? Where Otter does that pride. come from? Uh, I, I don't know. The, because you, many years back, and I, I guess maybe they do this once a year. The the Maryland Terrapins. Yeah. For Military Appreciation Night, <clears throat> they take the names off of the back of the jerseys of the players. Oh, and yeah. each of them, you know, they wear their number, but their their the name on the jersey is like honor or pride or yeah. courage or valor or stuff like that, right? Yeah. Uh, it, is that sort of? Like, I guess. Well, everyone's got that weird thing they put in the collar of the jerseys nowadays, so I think that that could be a nod to that. Okay. But uh, hustle, loyalty, respect would have been better. <laughs> I agree. Good life truculence. Yeah. Oh, there we go. Truculence hot dogs since 1967. <laughs> so that's what the fuck's up with the Toronto Maple Leafs jerseys. Uh, they wore those though at a game recently, right? Uh, today I think they're wearing them tonight. Oh, as we uh, as the yep as it's going on right now, we'll get topical. 
against the New Jersey Devils. God, it's almost too bad that the Devils couldn't wear their black jerseys. Right? <laughs> their Jersey jerseys. Oh, man. Anyway. So, we got ourselves some fun times here. Oh, hi. Oh, oh, H. Oh, <laughs> I O. Let's buddy. just move on. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Ohio State wins the women's national championship in hockey. They did. So congratulations to them. I watched uh, most of that game, actually. He said I had to turn it off during intermissions when Bucci was talking. To... Uh, a, uh, a number one overall seed in the tournament. They beat Minnesota Duluth 3-2 to two in a barn burner. As, uh, I think that's their first national crown. It is. The Ohio State. Yeah. Uh, so they uh, they had uh, multi-point games from uh, from a couple people, and uh, congratulations to them. I also appreciated ESPN. I believe it was in the middle of the second period. Uh, effectively going, yeah, so uh, on Friday night after, after uh, Ohio State won, we had mentioned that this could be the first women's sanctioned team uh, for Ohio State to win the national championship. Uh, what what we had missed was uh, there were 32 or three three other, like, uh, I think it was like track and field or something, and 32 synchronized swimming championships. Although synchronized swimming is not a nas- it's not a uh, NCAA-recognized sport. So they tried to, like, downplay the fact that they missed 32 fucking national championships. Yeah, no, it's fine. Don't worry about it. They just, they missed it by that many. They probably have the same I, research I, I, department as whoever the fucking the Vegas night. Knights have. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Um, so, congratulations to Ohio State. And that was that, a good hockey game. Yeah? I didn't yeah. I didn't watch much of it, and I feel bad for it, but I'll watch it again somehow. Yeah, it's on ESPN Plus, I'm sure. Perfect. I'll watch that then. That'll be my weekend afternoon thing. Um, the men's tournament gets started, uh, tomorrow, the 24th, as, uh, the, uh, the road to Boston starts number one overall seed Michigan, uh, gets the number one overall seed because they didn't play the game against Western Michigan in an invitational tournament. They ducked out of it. And because of that, they had enough of a strength of schedule to get the number one overall seed. Perfect. So they'll start out. Um, give me a printable bracket. Show me where the places are. Show me where I need to be. Oh, at the at the Allentown PPL Center, Michigan twenty nine nine and one will take on American International University twenty two twelve and three. They represent Atlantic Hockey. Um, in the other uh, regional, the Quinnipiac Bobcats take on Saint Cloud State. Also in the uh, PPL Center that starts on Friday, Thursday in the Loveland, Colorado. Minnesota or Denver, Denver will take on UMass Lowell, and uh, Minnesota Duluth will take on Michigan Tech. Uh, Denver twenty-seven nine and one, they oof, lead oof. that division in that one. Western Michigan will lead the way in Worcester, Mass, as they take on Northeastern twenty-five eleven and one. Northeastern twenty-five twelve and one. Minnesota, the Golden Gophers, will take on the defending champion uh, UMass Minutemen, uh, and they the winner of that uh, they'll start on Friday. And then go from there. A lot of, a lot of northeastern content on this road to Boston. 
And then finally, at the MVP arena, the Montel Vontavious Porter Arena in Albany, New York, Minnesota State Mankato, they will take on Harvard. Minnesota State 35-0-0 and had that weird, wacky end to their championship game where a goal went in on the side of the net, visibly underneath the goal in the side of the net. The team celebrates. They get off the ice, get undressed. 30 minutes later, they call the goal back, and they have to replay the game. Luckily, they won because if they hadn't, they could have lost that first seed in the regional, and Bemidji State could have gotten in and bumped another seed out. So a lot of moving parts in that one. How many? A lot of moving parts. Why am I echoing? I don't know. Why are you echoing? I don't know. I might be echoing now. Johnny, you echoing? I don't know. I don't think I am echoing now. I didn't hear Mark. Okay, maybe I'm not. Okay, I'm not echoing anymore. All right, cool. You were a close one. Okay. Um, So Minnesota State Mankato take on Harvard uh, and North Dakota. The Battle of the UNDs, North Dakota and Notre Dame. In the uh, in the evening cap, as uh, North Dakota twenty four thirteen and one against Notre Dame twenty seven eleven and zero, North Dakota losing in the NCHC Frozen Faceoff in the first round because they were missing half their good players. We'll see if half of them play in this one before Jake Sanderson goes off and fucks off to uh, to Ottawa. Yeah, obviously. Have, hopefully, have a capologist. I did well. They put the their trade clause in correctly. It's true they did. Um, so I did see the overhead of that goal, though the video from the overhead of the goal, and you really can't tell. It's uh, hard from the overhead at all. And then I saw a still picture that I don't know if it was a photographer or if it was just a different video camera angle that definitely showed it was like two inches outside the post. Yeah. Uh, so that was interesting to me. That was fun watching all of that breakdown, and then that Donoff was like, ha. Let me give you something else. Somebody, somebody, somebody brought up a good point. It's just like if Bemidji, if that would have happened to Bemidji, you don't think they were going to be willing to fucking dress back up and play again? Nah, they're going to fucking take the win. Yeah, true. Yeah, let me see if uh, you know, good slosh. It was slosh because slosh is in Albany, uh, Mister uh, uh, Brad Elliott Sloshman of the Grand Forks Herald. Uh, he he was telling the tale of that. He's just posting pictures from Albany. Come on, man. We get it. Albany's fun. Everyone wants to go to Albany. Mark, have you been to Albany? Great town. Uh, been through. Been through there. How do you been through Albany? I, I don't think I've actually been through Albany. I was just trying to make conversation. Gotcha. Thank you. Appreciate it, buddy. All right. <laughs> so here we go. Chris Dilks of uh, the uh, of Western uh, of College Hockey. Is he College Hockey News? No. Oh, SBN. So uh, SB Nation College Hockey. He said, a great what-if in the history of college hockey, but maybe none greater than what if Bemidji State had won an OT Saturday night. Northeastern would likely be in court right now filing an injunction on the NCAA tournament. Uh, And then uh, Brad Sloshman brings up another what-if is if both teams needed the auto bid to get to the NCAA tournament. Can't imagine the Mavericks would have been so willing to come back out and no way Bemidji State is coming back out if they scored that goal. (laughs) Like, yeah, that's fucking wild. Uh, I mean, what could they have done at that point? Because so as an example. In college soccer, if there is a weather stoppage, meaning like lightning and stuff in the area, you can only restart a game less than three hours after the game started in the first place. mm -hmm. So if you have some sort of weather 
you can't restart the game at like 10.05 for a 7 o'clock kickoff. I wonder if college hockey has something like that where like they wouldn't have been able to restart the game if it had gone like 12 more minutes or something to that effect. As far as I know, no, there is no like they can drag they can try to drag them back out there. I think it's up to discretion. Um, and then what the windfall would be. I mean, Mankato didn't have anything to lose. They got the auto bid. They were they were like one of the top teams in the nation all year. So they were already in there uh, for pairwise standings. But Bemidji was not. Bemidji needed a win. So Bemidji's probably there banging on their fucking locker room doors, stop get it, putting people out in front of the bus so they don't fucking leave or get a bank. <laughs> so um so apparently also fun fun fact is that uh Jake Sanderson is out of the uh of the NCAA tournament. So the uh good wow. to see the North Dakota Fighting Hawks in there for like 2 seconds. Uh they will not be they they might beat Notre Dame, but boy. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Gavin Hain also tore his ACL, and they're just like, if there's not a miraculous return, he's ruled out. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he was gimping around two weeks ago. Um, <clears throat> so we'll see how this all pans out for UND and what the uh, when Jake Sanderson signs, how many people are going to throw themselves off the bridge uh, because it's all doom and gloom. Like, honestly, they give Coach Barry another six-year deal, and everyone's just like, he's a terrible coach. Anyway, I'll talk <laughs> College hockey fans in the Midwest that have nothing else going for them is fucking weird and intense. Yeah, it's a, it's a new different like cult. And I mean, the fact that they still call it the Sioux and the name hasn't been like that for like seven years. It's the weirdest part of this whole thing. Yeah. So. Uh. So yeah, the tournament starts on Thursday at noon. Nice. Um, and that will be. Uh, what is that game? Yep, it's Thursday noon for Minnesota State Harvard, then 3 p.m. Minnesota Duluth Michigan Tech, then no- North Dakota Notre Dame, and then Denver Lowell to end out the Thursday block. Huh. <clears throat> I wonder if ESPN's got all this. ESPN U for all those games. There you go. They're so only watch hockey all day Thursday. There's only one game on ESPN News in the first round. That's Quinnipiac and St. Cloud at 8 p.m. on Friday night. So. And then every game in the next round is on it's on one's on ESPN two and one's on ESPN U and then ESPN two. Wow, it's not even on the main channel. It's on ESPN two, the championship. Yeah, the women's hockey is on ESPN is ESPN two as well. But yeah, but traditionally it's on the ESPN. What do they have that day? What's going on? Is it NBA basketball? They can't show the fucking thing. What's going on? Jesus. Anyway, so there's that. That's the uh, that's the NCAA tournament. We'll be picking next week our championship, so we got to make it count. Yes. Um, Russia's challenging the double IHF sanctions. Good luck to them on that. That's not gonna <laughs> not nothing's gonna come from that, guys. Sorry. Um, oopsie poopsie. But an interesting part of news is um, what's happening in Calgary right now. As the Calgary Flames have filed a $125 million lawsuit against their insurance agencies, they have brought a uh, brought it up to uh, for mass. It's for massive losses because of COVID during the past two hockey seasons. Okay. NHL talk about the NHL first halting things, and then um, 
Let's see. The NHL and 20 other clubs, including five Canadian-based teams not located in Alberta, filed lawsuits similar to Calgary's in 21, uh, June of 21. That group collectively seeking reimbursement of a billion dollars in related losses. The Flames filed their own claim at the Calgary uh, Court of Queen's Bench against multiple insurance agencies. Um, in their filings, the Flames said those insurance businesses have concluded that viruses do not cause physical loss or damage. <laughs> And okay. that's why they've not paid back damages. Except for the fact that no one could come to games. Except for that no one could come to games and people are dying. Or that we didn't have games. Right. right. That's exactly. literally why you have insurance in most cases. <laughs> in case of, you know, loss of income due to events outside of your control. Yes. The, uh, the all-risk policy broadly covers all risks of direct physical loss or damage. Calgary wrote in the filing... The all-risk policy promises to indemnify Calgary Frames LP against loss of revenue and certain other expenses. It could could not use it uh, if it could not use its arena or other insurance properties due to external peril. So is a is a pandemic not considered an act of God? Because if you think about like homeowners insurance, mm-hmm. pretty much the only thing that homeowners insurance really pays out on is acts of acts of God, unless you carry like a flood rider or something else that allows you to cover. <laughs> Things that are an act of God's acts of God. Act Pretty of God. certain I saw Flood Rider in concert. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, loved it. The, the the TV series in the eighties was way better than the one they tried to reboot. Yes, exactly. Mm. I guess I guess it. Where's your ideology stand, Mark? Was this created in a science lab or was this created by humans? <laughs> good point. Act good of point. God comes into play. <laughs> I guess that insurance company did their research in Wuhan and <laughs> got you all in check. <laughs> uh, plus the rhymes gimmick there so yeah that's a weird that's a weird situation i don't know if the nhl uh, filed out for that one billion or not um so were they late night filings uh, i hope so that'd be great if it was they actually attach it to another bill <laughs> uh, we got this lawsuit for all the child murderers and the calgary flames 125 million dollars well what um you have to pass both. Yeah, exactly. Got to pass one or the other. Uh, oh, no. How do we do this, Billy? So there you go. Calgary Flames going ham in the paint. Got to love it. Uh, Make it happen. Shoot your shot at this point. Got to get that new fucking arena built somehow, man. We got to yeah. get got to get that money somehow. That one billion dollars isn't going to come to itself with if you don't want to tax your people. Which, by well, the way. First off, a diss and a head uh, daps and head taps to Canada, possibly passing universal dental care so people don't wow. have to pay for the fucking dentist. Wait, hold on. Universal health care doesn't include teeth? Are teeth not part of your body? No. Well, don't you do you have dental care and you have dental insurance? And you have health insurance, brother. It's two different things. Yes. But ha- do you know what the word universal means? Universal health care. Yeah, no, it's not a part of your health, brother. It's not a part of your body, apparently, either. No, it's not. It's not bones. Come on. It, it literally is bones. That's oh. really all it is. <laughs> it's, not bone. it's not connected to your face or anything like that. It's it can't very cause much, Very much connected to your face. Mark, I work at a hospital. That can't happen. <laughs> I don't see dental cases three times a week. No. It can't happen, brother. I didn't just have, like, a two-week span of all dental work done to me. No, it's not part of the body. My rest of my body was fine. My teeth, are, you know, it's just like, like they, they fall out, Mark. Does your does your wrist fall out? Didn't think so, buddy. These aren't teeth. These aren't bones. <laughs> oh, my god. You don't gosh. have a baby pinky. 
that falls off and you regrow another pinky. Dude, that would great freak. that would be, though. That would be amazing. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so wait a minute. Okay, so <laughs> teeth aren't covered. What about eyes? Do you, no, like, no, I care. No? Covered. No. I care isn't covered. Not covered. That is, you have to have your own like optician shit. You still uh-huh. have to. You would still have to pay for eye care then, if, even if this passes in Canada. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, wow, we're talking about the universal dental care that possibly could happen. Oh yes, yes. Here in Canada, yes. And now, now we're debating that somehow teeth aren't part of the body. As it relates to the rest of the universal healthcare system. Look, Mark, I'm I'm on board with you after receiving my bill for dental care and seeing how much I have left of it. Um, so I'm with you that why is this not considered healthcare? And I've done a 15 minute bit on it on the Late Show. Um, so. <laughs> yeah, it it it's weird, isn't it? I mean, you know, your your teeth are part of your body. Um, if anything happens to them, especially if they get infected or cracked or broken or anything like that, it is a miserable friggin' experience of extreme excruciating pain. Um, but because it's a specialty profession, it's not considered medical, but something completely separate. And now for something completely different. So yeah. I would, I would think something like cardiology is a specialist. Yes. Not, I, I, not a dentist. But cardiology, nope, that's free. Yeah, don't worry, that's fine. <laughs> yeah, that's part of the body. Well, because cardiology—that's your heart and your circulatory system, which you kind of <laughs> sort of need to survive. Yeah. Um, with Technically, teeth, like, you can live with it. Listen, you can you can you can suffer with a toothache, but it won't necessarily kill you unless it gets impacted. In which case, oh shit, yeah. <laughs> you know. Um, but anyway, see, I've been. My family and I have been extremely fortunate because of my prior military service as a veteran. I was uh-huh. allowed to keep my medical and my dental care plan. Dental plan! Lisa needs braces! Dental plan! Lisa needs braces! <laughs> so I was fortunate enough. I, I was, well, I shouldn't say fortunate. I was smart enough to keep them. Um, one of my one of my friends who was uh, getting out a year after me, he was like, "Yeah, Lala, I really need to keep my uh, my medical and and dental plan. If 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 I don't keep those, well, that'll free up an extra almost three hundred dollars a month." And I said, "Don't be stupid." I said, "That's the stupidest thing I've heard come out of your mouth, and I've heard a lot of stupid fucking things." <laughs> I said, "Don't you ever ever do that." I said, "If I find out you've done that, I will hunt you down and beat you, beat the shit out of you for being so stupid." <laughs> I'll hunt yeah. you, and I'll say you lose to and, and it won't be covered. And fortunately, <laughs> fortunately, now I was now I was good hearted about a good. It was good nature driven military. You got it. Yeah. Anyway, yes, yes, we love you. We we threatened to pound the shit out of you. Um, That's true. But uh, but no, but he but he was actually seriously considering not not getting it. And I said, Man, don't be foolish. I said, Jesus, you may not need it now. We were both in our early forties, still feeling sort of the last bloom of youth as we had progressed into middle age. So we didn't realize that things would eventually start to break down as we got older. And um, yeah, it's like when you're younger, sure, you don't really think what you don't need about it. Trust me, yeah, as you start getting up to the age where I am now, yeah, you friggin' need it. And honest to God, I had no clue how much people were paying for dental here. In a lot Canada. of money, fucking Lyle. It's a lot of fucking money, dude. It is. I know, but I had no clue because I would go, you know, I, I'd, I'd always had my dental taken care of when I was in the service. When I get out, of course, it transfer it over. So, I mean, you know, I would go and I would go in to say just to get a cleaning, right? Now, a cleaning here in Canada is 120 bucks. Okay. Wow. I paid, you know, I paid like, you know, 20 bucks for that. 
Wild. So I thought that was just, you know what I mean? Like I'm thinking, and one day I, you know, I was getting the bill and she, she rattles it off and she said, yes. And that'll be a, 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 a $22.75. And I heard, all, I swear, I heard the collective snap of seven heads <laughs> whipping my way in the, in the waiting room. It, it, as I'm sitting there at the, at the counter pay, this collective snap. <laughs> and I just kind of glanced over and everybody's staring at me like, <laughs> What the, you know, and I <laughs> mentioned it to my wife afterwards and she's like, Lyle, they're not used to somebody paying that little. They've never seen or heard that sort of thing before. And I'm like, what do you mean? She said, nobody gets covered for dental. It's not like where we go, you know, like here in Canada, like I don't need, you know, yes, it's great to have a medical plan that covers like prescriptions and shit like that. But you can still go to the hospital here for anything and you're not going to be bankrupted. Okay. You know, but dental, yeah, completely different friggin' beast. So yeah, we'll bankrupt you then. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, I friggin' well, dozen years ago, I had dental surgery and like that ran, by the time it was all done, like it was over like 3,500 bucks. 3,700 bucks is what it came to, all told, for everything. And I paid out of pocket, I think, oh God, maybe 600 total when it was all said and done, you know? Uh, yeah, still a little hefty, but it's a damn sight like better than 3,700 bucks. <laughs> I was and, like, I'll pay that, cash, thank that you. Been, <laughs> that would have been like a serious hit to somebody who didn't have a dental care plan. So I was like, Holy shit. So when I heard that, yeah, they're going to do this dental clear plan they're looking at doing, I'm like, yeah, it's about time. There's a lot of people here who could use that. Yeah. So anyway. Craziness. Uh, cheers, gents. Uh, yeah. Cheers. There we go. Sorry, um, I already I started on beer by accident, and I, I'm not going to switch. Yeah. I accidentally started. Yeah, I got I got I got my uh, bullet rye in the fridge down here though, so I can switch over when I'm done with this. Tonight I am drinking um, because it's uh, still a week away, a week past uh, St. Patty's Day, so I'm I'm drinking the Lambay Irish whiskey. Nice. All your Irish whiskey needs. Choose yeah, me. with the E, with the E. Lambay. Whiskey with the E. Whiskey with E, because that's Does that how mean they... it's a blend, right? No, that's how they spell it in Ireland. That's the oh. difference. Irish whiskey is with an E, Scotch Scotch whiskey without the E. There you go. But anyway, as I mangle, as I mangle brutally Irish and Scottish accents and piss That's off fine. any of our listeners who might be Irish or Scottish. Yeah, they listen to us, I'm sure. Yeah, oh, of course they do. They're drunk. They need to say <laughs> But anyway. Yeah. Uh, hey, if we're going to go with stereotypes, let's believe them all. But anyway, cheers to y'all. It was, uh, oh, God, what a... What an interesting uh, trade deadline that was. I mean, your trade right. deadline just finished, right? Yeah, Lyle, we're going to get to an opt-in, opt-out right now after you've mm-hmm. been drink here. So opt-in, opt-out in two, uh, three years' time at the trade deadline, the Vegas Golden Knights forget that Jack Eichel has a no-movement clause. <laughs> yeah, um, I'll opt-in on that, actually. Yeah, that's right? that's, that's I did. not as crazy as that would have sounded two months ago. Right? <laughs> I know. That's Hold. not as crazy as it would have sounded like 10 days ago. Yeah, right. Yeah, that's not as crazy as it would have sounded three days ago. Holy shit. Like, I know, man. Like, oh, how Lord. does that happen, Lyle? How? <laughs> In a world of capologists, of internet, and, you know, <laughs> people you would think would look at a contract and say, oh, my God, this is deal with. You would think that that would come up in the conversation. Some, somebody going to get a beaten. <laughs> I love how, and I love how he's looking at Andy Strickland saying that, yeah, League Wolfis thinks that the Ottawa Senators are to blame. I'm like, how the what? no, they're not. How the and, fuck is that happening? And thankfully for the Ottawa Senators, the, the appropriate paperwork appeared uh, that basically backed up what Dadanoff 
who, by the way, let's not forget, he's the innocent, he's the actual victim in all of this. He really is. It's like, we're going to, okay, we're trading you. Wait, what? No, you can't. I have a no trade clause that says I cannot go to Anaheim. I'm not going to go to Anaheim. No, you don't. That was voided. You didn't file it in time. Yes, I did. No, you didn't. Yes, I did. No, you didn't. Fast forward 12 hours later, here's his agent brandishing the paperwork saying, oh, yes, he fucking did. Okay. Back yep, in June 30th. The fucking bitches. thing. Back in June 3rd. See, this is where his agent was like Saul Goodman, right? <laughs> <laughs> like, my client did produce the paperwork on time. God, I can't. I like, I totally envisioned him like getting a private jet and running into the Vegas Golden Knights, being like, <laughs> the paperwork! <laughs> exactly. Well, what happened, the real breakthrough in this one is they actually uh, questioned Marissa Tomei about it. And that's how they found out that there was no trade clause. Yes, yes, because she proved that the cl that clause had posy traction. Exactly. <laughs> Fine on a on a contract with no qualifier. <laughs> and there it is, right there, Scotty. Yeah. Uh, but oh my God, what a friggin' cock up, though. Jesus Christ. Cock so, up yeah. knocked out on so, this equal thing. Yeah, so I'm, I, yeah, I said, I'm opting in that I go get shopped in three years' time at the deadline. Yeah. Um, but I, again, I feel bad for dad and all because now you got to come back to this team that tried to trade you. Now, no problem with his teammates, <laughs> but he's probably feeling a little bit yeah. nifted at management rate about this. <laughs> that meme from uh, one of the Batman movies where the Joker comes into the hospital, he's like, <laughs> hi. <laughs> Walking back into the office with the front office. Coming down to the locker room. It's yeah. not awkward. No, not in the least. Yes. I, I'm wait I'm waiting for the uh the news tomorrow that he's been sent down to Charlotte <laughs> um, for conditioning. For conditioning, yeah. But that but I played four days ago. Conditioning. conditioning. <laughs> well, they're in a real way, yeah, but they're in a real world of hurt now. I oh, mean, oh Jesus. Really? Well, because well, what's gonna happen is um, they're gonna end up probably getting fined. Because they're going to have, because Alec Martinez, the whole point of trading Dadonov was to clear up cap space for Alec Martinez to come off LTIR because he's ready now to come off. Uh -oh. And, well, what are you going to do? Well, what's going to happen is it's not like they, 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 they can't, well, they actually technically can't dress him, but at the end of the day, they're, they're going to have to play him. And then they do, they're probably going to get fined by the league. It may cost them a draft pick as well to boot. Like, it's going to be very interesting to see. I'm, I'm sure they'll give try and give Vegas enough time to dig their way out of this mess creatively somehow. But at the end of the day, they're, they're going to get burned. Couldn't happen I mean, to a better team. This is the first time that a team's got over the salary cap. Like, for real. Yeah, <laughs> with with without any kind of LTIR or anything like that to to yeah to to what I I think this sort of things happened before, do mainly because of like bonuses and things like that. I, I'm pretty sure that this isn't the first time this has happened, but it's the first time that it's happened in this way where they tried to trade a guy to clear up cap space and it's like oh no no he has a ten team no trade and the team you trade him to's on it so that's a first and. Ah, uh, God, Vegas is in real trouble right now. Like they're uh, one point out of a playoff spot right now. You say, "Oh well, no big deal." Yeah, a month ago they were they were like I think second overall in the Pacific Division. Like they were they were doing all right for themselves six weeks ago, and Mark Stone got hurt, and Robin Lander got hurt, and Max Pacioretty got hurt. They didn't have Alec Martinez since earlier in the season. 
So they were missing him on the blue line. Um, but, you know, there's a, there's something else here at play as well, guys. And I have to wonder about Pete DeBeer's job behind the bench. Because this is still a good team that he's icing out there. I mean, you know, you look at it. I mean, you, 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 this is a team with Alec, Mer- with, with Alec P- Pitterangelo. Alex Pitterangelo. Uh, Shea Theodore, you know. You still have occasionally Max Pacioretty, though now he's sidelined as well. But you brought in Jack Eichel, right, who is still a pretty damn good player, you know. Um, you know, you still have Jonathan Marshall show. You still have Riley Smith. You know, they've, they've got some good players in there. Chandler Stevenson, you know, they still have some good players. They should they should still be holding on to a playoff berth. And to be pretty much in a state of collapse like they are right now. I mean, yeah, those injuries, those key players, sure, they're they're a big part of it, but there's there's a bit of a problem there with some coaching too, I would think. I mean, what do you guys think? Yeah, I mean well, it's one of those things where you compile a super team and it doesn't work out. Mm. Shocking how that works. I mean the Rangers see just that in the fucking nineties and early two thousands. Yeah. It's kind of like when Rome fell apart. Right. Rack them. Gotta love it. Back town. Check it in. Well, so, Lyle, I mean, eventually, you, as the adage always goes, you can't fire all the players. So, no. eventually, point, it's going to wind up being the coach. <laughs> you really yeah. literally cannot trade But them. as we discovered in Montreal, sometimes the problem really is the fucking coach. Well, sure. No, yeah. I mean, you know... You know, Gerard Gallant gets the boot. Pete DeBar gets the boot. Like Gallant getting the boot, that I, I, that they, they, they jumped the gun on that big time. Just like Florida did too. Well, I mean, it, at, at least they didn't make him <laughs> wait in the curb for the bus, right? To take him to the airport. <laughs> at least when they fired him, they didn't, like, you know, just kick him to the curb, you know, <laughs> with his baggage and just leave him. Literally. There. Like, literally, the way Florida did back a few years ago. Uh, but I never understood why they fired Glenn. It was like a little bit of a bump in the road. And, oh, shit, it's a coach's problem. Yeah, okay, fire him, you know. And now, you know, what are you going to do now? It's it's kind of a little late in the game to fire DeBeer. But they, they, they've got to do something. You know, if they don't turn the, reverse this skid in the next two to three weeks, they're done. They will be done like dinner, man. Yeah. Yeah. And what a time and they get a pass because the senator the senators, I guess, didn't tell them, hey, you might want to look at this contract. The senators did nothing wrong. And that was the thing. The Goldmates tried to imply that it was the fault of the senators because, hey, come on, look at their owner. They're a joke franchise. They make mistakes all the time. And it's just like, uh, okay, first of all, you're confusing uh, us with Dale Talon and his fax machine circa 2009. Uh And second of all, no, you got the paperwork, motherfucker. Okay. (laughs) This this is your shit. You had all summer to read it, stupid. (laughs) No, it would be cool, though, if it was in white text, though. That would have been great. Yeah. (laughs) It's an invisible ink. I'm sorry. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. McGuire got done, done got us. The, the contract was written in pencil. That's how cheap you should have used the black light. <laughs> uh, it's all there. It's right there. Yeah. Writing. Just had to go to a club. So now the senator, the senators aren't going to get punished at all. That that was a question I was asked a couple of times today. It's like, wow, what, what what's going to happen with the senators? What's going to happen with the senators? Like, nothing. They did nothing wrong. They're not going to get punished for this. It's up to the Golden Knights to read the guy's freaking contract. 
Yeah. Once that, that would, contract that, leaves a team, it is no longer his former team's problem. Sorry. That would kind of be my question, too. Like, uh, even if they didn't tell them. Yeah. Right? Like, even if they were like, oh, yeah, we forgot to mention that. It still doesn't matter. Yeah. Well, <laughs> like, it, it's not like it's not like you physically have to hear that the guy has a no movement clause. Yeah. Cap Friendly had it. Exactly. <laughs> You look at any salary caps website, any NHL salary cap website. Hello, there it is. It's right there. <laughs> and, and honest to God. And, and this, see, this is the thing, too. I was thinking about this when this when this first came up. And it was like when somebody asked Gary Bettman a few years ago, you know, why doesn't the NHL have its own salary cap? site i mean you know why are you letting people let you know like why is cat friendly and all this you know and 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 you know why had that why don't you have your own and batman with a straight face said we believe our fans aren't interested in what the players are making and i just when i first read that like I, my forehead almost hit the friggin' desk i just like <laughs> i like asked, to the ST executives, they could use that as a quick reference. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it was just, fans. Yeah, it was absolutely ridiculous. Like, are you kidding me? The fan, yeah. this, the, that's the first thing fans talk about whenever they start talking about trades. It's like, wait a minute. Does he have a no trade clause? Okay, how, how much cap space do they have? Can they put a player on LTIR? The players know more than some of these friggin' executives, I swear. And it's like they become good executives after their playing careers. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's the problem. Too too many former players <laughs> in the front office who never read a friggin' who don't even know what cap friendly is. Jesus. Uh, they also they didn't just, read their own contracts. They look at the contract. <laughs> yeah. These are words on the paper. Yeah, <laughs> dollar sign. I know that one. This yeah. looks good. This checks yeah. out. How many zeros are after that number? Because if, if if I see less than seven zeros after that number, I'm not signing that. Okay. Okay. Hey, we'll sign. hey guys, uh, from the Vegas front office, I tried to mock this trade up in NHL 22. It denied <laughs> it because the guy has a no trade clause. Sorry. <laughs> oh, I guess man. if it's in the game. Uh... Send it to the NHL. See what happens. I know, right? Hold like, on, hold on, hold on. Maybe the AI is set to a different level. How do you, do you affect the sliders? I just send it to Gary anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, are you in dynasty mode? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> that's see, that's the problem. It's year, it's year three, not the present year. Mm. Stupid. Come on. Oh man. God. Bless it. It just. Mm-mm-mm. But yeah, but you know, that's the thing I've also found interesting too. There, there, there's not a lot of people have a lot of sympathy for the Golden Knights over this right now. Yeah, fuck yeah fuck it's, right it's, dick. it's fuck them like right people, to dick. It's like you know, it's it's like you know what? It's like at first we loved you because you were that shiny new team that exceeded expectations and went to the final. You were so likable and you had a really cool friggin' light and laser show and everything under your pregame and your. Intermissions and everything. Oh yeah, your Vegas thing was just wonderful. That Vegas vibe. Hey, everybody, welcome and happy. Yeah, and by year six, we're just like, you're just a bunch of arrogant pricks because Vegas will do that to you. Wow, we <laughs> yeah, knew, we knew that from the start. Yeah. Well, well now I've been everybody's in Vegas for three days that I do that. Yeah. Now everybody's looking at them as the entitled team that somehow yep. got to didn't have to play by the same rules as everybody else when they did their expansion draft. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because yeah. Seattle came around and they're like, "Oh, that's how it's supposed to work." Right. Yeah. 
and well, well, you could have they could have gotten past that. I think where where I think people are maybe are starting to feel a little jaded toward them is just because every year they seem to get whatever player they wanted. You know, it mm. was like, oh, Mark Stone, yep, got him. They not only got him, they signed him. Holy shit! Oh, oh, okay. Well, Alex Petrangelo is on the mark. Holy, they signed him too. Jesus Christ. Well, listen, geez, poor Jack Eichel. Wait a minute. What do you mean the Golden Knights have traded from Jack Eichel? It just seemed like every year they were getting one of the top players, either a free agent or somebody in the trade market. They were able to get them. And I think maybe, yeah, I think maybe that kind of bred a little bit of contempt. Uh, you know, people are just like, yeah, okay, you you you, you got out. This time you got out over your skis and now it's, it's cost you. So, yeah. Anyway. Ladies and gentlemen, we have sad news to report. The inventor of the GIF has died. I saw oh. that. I saw that. Chad Speed. Mm. <laughs> yes. well done. Good job. He died without any signs of a struggle. No. <laughs> you can repeatedly see his death over and again. Really weird. Uh, and if you right, wish, I'm... you could add funny comments under it, too. Right? <laughs> Quote tweet. Um, all right, Lyle, we had 33 trades, which was well over the 14 and a half we had set. Ooh, oh, boy, howdy. I know. God. God. So always bet the over. Congratulations to John and Lyle on that. Mm. Uh, the first deal of the day, we should we should have known we were in for something. Mason, Mason Appleton going back to Winnipeg Yeah. Uh, for a fourth rounder. That set the tone. Uh, Nathan Bilyeu. Going to the Penguins, uh, Brian Little's contract, and Nathan Smith going to the uh, original Jets as the new Jets get a fourth round pick. Yep, and basically stole Montreal's thunder on that one because they were trying to send Shea Weber's contract there. So right, you can only send one contract. Yep. Uh, Mark, your favorite trade of the day, uh. <laughs> Marcus Johansson. Now, not Johansson, Johansson. <laughs> Yo. Yo! Pray for Moyo. Uh, Daniel Sprong going to the Kraken, a fourth-round pick and a sixth-round pick in 2023 going to the Kraken. Poor Mark, Sprung. your analysis of this trade. Yeah. Okay. I, 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 when I first saw the trade, I thought somebody was playing a trick on me. <laughs> because, NHL Central frank, frankly, yeah, frankly, I, I was kind of surprised to hear he was still in the league, honestly. <laughs> Mark was yelling, doesn't this fucker have a no-trade? <laughs> <laughs> So, okay, I was like, all right, well, okay, retain half his salary, throw him on the third line with Lars Eller. Okay, this might make a little bit of sense. Limit his ice time. He's a turnover machine, for God's sakes. Just use your eyeballs. Uh, all these people that think Marcus Johansson is this fantastic player. Uh, Wait, you mean so what, so what does Peter Laviolette do? He puts him on the top line with Alex Ovechkin and... Uh, Evgeny Malkin or Evgeny Malkin, Jesus Kuznetsov last night, and uh, you know they have one of the worst games that they've ever played all year long. <laughs> no, I thought you were saying in the history of the team. <laughs> in in the history of the team, in the, he, in the he turned and, and you. I feel like you were going to contest me on that turnover machine comment, Lyle. But last night, Marcus Johansson literally in the third period skated over the blue line and immediately passed it to one of the. Uh, the the Blues defenseman just passed it right to him. <laughs> and, and he Marcus Johansson dumped the puck in on six on five <laughs> with, the, with, the, with the extra skater dumped it in, and I think he got the assist on the empty net goal. That's good. That's good. Put that in the contract. 
Um, it was just I do not see what anyone sees in this in this guy. I mean, don't get me wrong; I'm sure he's a great person. I just don't understand why like, people keep wanting to sign him to their team. <laughs> but but it's the same people who wanted Holtby back and are questioning why they didn't trade. Uh, him. Go. It's the it's the nostalgia, man. Yeah, and he's Here. only seven hundred fifty thousand. Uh, well, because he's gone the, the, the Kraken retained half his salary. That's fine, That's and he's a UFA at the end of the year, so exactly. I only have to deal with this for another yeah. twenty games or so, maybe. And then they'll sign him to a three-year contract. Uh, yeah, true. Give please, <laughs> please. I need more. I need more material for the rest of the time. So, I think it's. I think it's pronounced Mogo. What's it on the? Uh, it's true, actually. He wasn't on the uh, Caps team that won the cup, right? He was not. He, he was in Buffalo that? by that point. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Smart move. Which is why they won the Stanley Cup. He was exactly. Yeah. yeah. Pretty sure. <laughs> uh, and go, go, so, okay. <laughs> I don't know if we want to move on to the other Caps trade I while we're talking like, about it. We'll talk. We'll talk about that later. Can I just okay. very quickly say, yeah. I, I feel I feel bad for my boy Spronger. I mean, this is like his that fourth a, yeah. in the last five but years. But he'll get ice time with the oh, crack. That's the, well, hey, hey, he'll make money. Hey, he did he did score uh, in his first game with the Kraken last night. Maybe maybe Seattle will be the place where he can just go and and play and I not see him having like a Verona kind of situation. Yeah, he's an RFA after this mm-hmm. year, I believe, yeah. which means yeah. like you know, he, let's say he puts in six goals and puts up twenty points or something in the, throughout the rest of the 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 season, which isn't crazy maybe it is maybe it isn't i don't know i mean yeah he could he could play himself into like a pretty good contract no, no. that the caps don't have cap space for right right there you go yeah uh moving along a, a pretty big deal and i say that one kind of increases their chances the minnesota wild wild mark andre flurry for a conditional 2022 draft pick it's a second-round pick that becomes a first if Minnesota reaches a Western Conference final and Flurry accounts for four or more wins in the first two rounds. Mm. Big, big deal there, mm-hmm. um, especially with Can Talbot not knowing what he is still after all these years. Um, I like this move. I like this move yeah. a lot, Kyle. Yeah, I'm, I, I agree. I mean, uh, well, listen, you know, Billy Guerin, you know, was Flurry's teammate in 2009 when they won the Stanley Cup. He knows what Fleury's like. He knows what Fleury's capable of. He obviously felt that, you know, that he wanted to have some more insurance between the pipes for this season. Because let's be honest, for the Wild, this season is kind of like going to be their big year because for the next two or three, they're going to, they, they could be taking a step back because that'll be the price they pay for buying out Parise and Suter. They're going to feel that, that bite starting next season. So this year was the time if they were going to do anything with the cap space that they had, this is the time to do it. Um, you got yourself a solid veteran tandem there. I mean, listen, Cam Talbot has a has a fairly decent playoff record. He was outstanding last year against Fleury and the Golden Knights. You know, I mean, those two guys put on actually pretty good. They had a, a, there were like three or four games there that were goaltending duels, and you know, so as I said, I mean, two two really good veteran guys between the pipes. You know, with plenty of playoff experience, one with. You know, obviously more than the other, but yeah, that this this gives them a, a one A and one B option for the playoffs. Yeah, what's not to like? You know, if you're their opponents, you won't like it. But right. Um, and to <clears throat> alleviate that, hold, hold on, real quick. I have a question, really quickly, about these conditional picks. 
Mm-hmm. With the debacle, with the whole no trade clause shit, mm-hmm. who is keeping track of that? Is it the team that received the pit? The that's going Cap to receive friendly. the pick. Cap friendly's keeping Cap track. Friendly's keeping track yeah, of they it, are. Right? Trust me. Go and look it up on Cap Friendly. The <laughs> but officially, officially, but offi- but officially, the Red officially Street. is it the NHL front? The NHL the that's NHL. keeping track of that, or is it the team that it's the NHL that's supposed to be keeping because track? Because what happens of that? when that trade gets moved? They put an asterisk next to that deal, and then and then they go back and read the footnotes, and then they're good. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. Because right. that just pulls up at a database. Yeah. yeah. Right. Easy. Uh, so again, they'll they'll go to cap friendly to get. The they did this time though, so they obviously are not using cap friendly. <laughs> they, it'll, it's going to be like the internet in Vegas apparently. Yeah, it's going to it's going to be the night before the 2022 NHL draft, <laughs> and the, some NHL interns going to be like, "Oh shit, what fuck? What is what draft pick is it?" Ah, cat friendly will know. Fuck, it's like going to Wikipedia <laughs> the night before a test or something. But he's in the NHL office, and it it blocked the uh, Gary Bettman's. <laughs> <the NHL. Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> you yeah. decided uh, with your hotspot exactly. Yeah. Uh, to alleviate that, Capo uh, Kakonen is gone from Minnesota, going to San Jose, and the Sharks are happy to get him. Oh, way. Sure. Yeah. by the way. I don't know what the deal was there with, with the walk because he was considered their goalie of the future. Yes. And he kind of struggled. Like There were some games where, boy, he looked like the goalie of the future had arrived. And then there were others where he, yeah, he was kind of shaky. Caps so, fans don't know anything about that. Mm, no. Yeah. Mm-mm. So inconsistency there while he was with the Wild. But he gets a fresh start, clean slate uh, in San Jose. And, and yeah, they, they really wanted this kid. So uh, well done for San Jose to get him. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Alex Bega goes to uh, Mambo number five to the Predators uh, for future considerations to the Leafs. The deal, the deal of the year, Nashville, Los Angeles making the blockbuster. Uh, Braden Burke to the Predators. Frederick Allard to the Kings. It doesn't get any bigger than that. Oh, yeah. Uh, then Brendan the Burke got traded? Huh? Brendan Burke got traded? Yeah, the play-by-play guy. Oh, that's, awesome. <laughs> that's a way to get around the cap for a color commentator to be announced later. <laughs> that's racist. Um, <laughs> Rangers got Justin Braun from the Flyers for a 2023 third round pick. Good mm. uh, sure up the defense. Brent Kulak goes to Edmonton for a way of a condition second, uh, a second uh, round pick and a seventh round pick in 2024. Um, there's that. Uh, Zach Sension. Gets his deal. Uh, he moves to Ottawa from the Bruins. Josh Brown goes the other way. A couple picks thrown in there. Then Artori Lachanen, Lyle, your boy, goes to the Avalanche. Justin Barone and a 24 uh, second round pick. And by the way, as a Habs fan, I can say that uh, I'm pleased with that return for Lachanen because Justin Barron is, is like, he was one of the, the, uh, the Avalanche's top prospects. Um, watching that kid skate, he's on, but like, whoa, man, there was a clip the other night of him just walking the line as like, holy shit. Like he just looked fantastic. He's actually going to be playing. Uh, he's in the lineup tonight, I believe for Montreal. So tonight, whenever they're playing, tonight um, might be when he throws out the ring of fire then, uh-uh. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, he's, he's a highly touted prospect. And, uh, so getting him. Yeah. Happy as for Lekkonen, Hey. We'll always have game six last year in, in overtime. Always have game six. Always have the game six. Uh, Blues got Nick Letty, who I was surprised was still in the league, and uh, <laughs> Luke Witowski 
for Oscar Slimquist, Jake Wallman, and a 23 second round pick. Slimquist mm-hmm. uh, is going to be, uh, I believe, a free agent this summer. Yes. Yeah. So they can't afford to keep him. So uh, I think I think that's also a very good indication that Vladimir Tarasenko won't be going anywhere in the offseason unless somebody really steps yes. forward, makes a big, big offer. Right. If they're if they're jettisoning, you know, like depth guys who are free agents. Uh, yes, Johnny. Can I just throw it aside real quick that I totally appreciate the flat cap just for these trades? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Like like teams had to get rid of players at the trade deadline just because they were like, well, fuck, we've got fourteen dollars and eighty four cents in our <laughs> for our cap space remaining. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Uh, cap's next deal, Johan Larson, who is still not a right hand defenseman. Uh, no, what the hell? No, right? They broke the streak. Cowboys get a third round pick in twenty three. I Mark, did like Mark's uh, take on this, though. Yeah, Mark, your comments. So I saw it, and I was like, okay, this is the deal that I expected, right? The Cavs need a good, maybe second-pairing defenseman. Mm-hmm. And I think I didn't know he was going to be available, but I think it's a great pickup at that Adam. Wait, that's not Adam Larson? <laughs> oh, that would have been a great deal. What the fuck is a Johan Larson? Oh, if it it's about Adam five Larson, that would have been great for the Caps. Oh, my God. Like, I'm not being facetious. I'm serious. Yeah, yeah. no. Well, we know that. Damn. Yeah. True story. Damn. Well, we're aware. Fuck. Mark <laughs> asked us who Johan was. Yeah. Yes, it's what's a Johan Larson. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> great. I mean, I, 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 I looked into him. It looks like he's sort of like a Jay Beagle 2.0 sort of guy, like a good a good defensive center, wins some face-offs. Okay. I can, I can, I can get down with that. He can play uh, a wing. Great. No, Super yeah. duper. Neato gang. You know, Carl probably a Carl Haglin replacement, which means that uh yeah. my my favorite new cap, Axel Janssen Fialbi <laughs> probably goes back to Hershey or to yeah. to the to the bench. But, I say you know, very quickly, Haglin had to have a second operation on his eye. Oh, yeah, yeah, not good. That's unfortunate. Yeah, that oh. sucks. So yeah. Wear your fucking visor properly, stupid. Um, <laughs> this sympathetic moment of empathy brought to you by the Face Up Hockey Show. Just saying, you fucking wear it like your goddamn outfielder <laughs> in, a, in a hazy. Well, day. and the thing was, it happened in practice. Of all yeah. things. we're talking practice. It wasn't in a game. game. It was in practice. practice. We're not talking about a game. We're talking we're about talking practice. Practice. Look, that anyone be a real injury because it happened in practice. Right. Anyone who has listened to me, most of my the, my friend group that watches Caps games knows <laughs> that. Haglin had a place right underneath the mojo for me as far as (laughs) level of hatred goes. I've never seen, I I didn't think I'd ever see stone hands in the NHL, but we need a mark with a C caps hate list. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's got to be a bit. That's all right. I'll I'll have to think about this. I'll have to go back a few years and think about this, but they're definitely on the Mount Mount Rushmore. Since you started being a season ticket holder, we need a a caps hate list for this summer. Yeah, because when I saw that trade bringing um, Mogo back to the cap, (laughs) I first thing I thought of was you. I'm like, he's going to be. <laughs> we were we were literally on the Vox as it happened. Goes, Mark. <laughs> yeah, I got I, I I got a text both from so I, I got a text from my season ticket group and and they were saying, Mark, are you okay? Do you, is, do you, 
And then I think I sent it from my, from my text chain to you guys. Oh. And I said, is this real or something? Like that. <laughs> oh, I wish I could have been. I wish I could have been uh, on that at that moment because it just would have that would have made my day. Oh, I, well, we I, should. We I, should. Well, we don't want to bother you because all no, our shit I, is I, very I, distracting. I, I probably would have missed it and not on purpose. I was by that point in the day. I'm just like, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> you know. But anyway, but uh, yeah, as soon as I saw that tray go down, that was the first thing I thought. <laughs> Mark is not going to be pleased. At all. Right? I'm just really happy that they didn't retire Joey Juno's number yet. <laughs> Fuck, I'd rather have oh, Joey Juno no, wearing the... 90 right now. Well, here's, here's the. Uh... Hold on, let me. I can actually bring up the box on. The... I know he's like 56 years old, but I don't care. <laughs> Lace him up, baby. I bet you could play better on that top you know, line. You know, you know, do me and you. How old is you as you know? Joe's you know, 102 years old. <laughs> He's, He's a fucking engineer, though. Um, hold on, I gotta scroll up to see. Yeah, it was oh, a good conversation. Because I think I said Mark the picture. Oh, shit. I was right. He's 54 years old. Jesus Christ. Years old. You weren't too far. Oh, yeah. Nailed it. Hold on. Hold on, you sons of bitches. <laughs> All right, so here's okay. how it starts. Okay. Um, so fuck this one here. All right. So it starts out with uh, Johnny putting a Chris Chris Johnson tweet. Uh-huh. And keep an eye on. I retweeted. Hey. Cool. Yeah. yeah. I was That's in the, the meeting after after all. All. And then Mark <laughs> was. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> Mark's like it's a done deal. No word with the Cavs gave up. Guess Connor McMichael's getting replaced in the third line by <laughs> someone twice as expensive and ten years older. That brings nothing better than the table. <laughs> uh, and this is worse because the sprong was the sprong was the return on that. Yeah. Like that. Um, we're contemplating things. Kevin Weeks breaking trades like Falls Count Anywhere match. <laughs> <laughs> he was, wasn't he? <laughs> Mark, Mark contemplating saying the stars trading for Wedgwood makes Holt be on the move. And then talks about the uh, the goaltending of the uh, the stars. And then, of course, the National Predators thank you for your consideration. <laughs> that, that was so good. Yes. Well done. That well was done. beautiful. As I, as I said in response, the tribute video is going to be fantastic. John, Johnny talking about Joey Juno and stuff. That was actually, so all this stuff with the Dodoff, right? I'm okay yeah. with that. I think that, you know, like, that's just yeah. people being stupid. Yeah, this by far was the best part of my entire week. Yeah, that was because, because oh. that was like a sleight of hand. Like, oh, well, no one will notice this. Uh, yeah, we're just going to sign this guy that played in the Olympics. Yeah, and I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah. you guys don't even want him. We're going to yeah. put Mirazic on waivers because he's been shit. Yeah. Uh, you know, like the last six goalies that we've had here. Well, we're going to sign this guy because he's going to be amazing. <laughs> what? What the fuck? The Coyotes? <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> Bill. Yes, Bill Armstrong pays attention to the waiver wire. <laughs> and, and and Steve Dangle's like, but no, we need a goalie. <laughs> Cry, bitch. Oh man. It, but that really was. But and but, but what I felt was was even yeah, more more hilarious about that was the press conference after the trade deadline that Kyle Dubas gave. Where he basically whined about, oh, all the other team pick us, we have more players, take you away from us for waivers, and all of this, all of that. It's like, dude, 
Every general manager in the league knows if you sign a player who played in Europe during the season before the trade deadline, he has to clear waivers before he can join your team. Everybody knows. It's been forever. Yes. Couldn't they have just waited like three days? (laughs) Yeah, right? Uh, All right. So then then Tarek uh, donned the number, uh, former Faceoff Hockey Show sponsor driver. Ryan Ellis mentions uh, Mark. <laughs> and here's Mark. Adam Larson. I missed that trade. Uh, <laughs> Johan. <laughs> who the fuck is that? <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then, I, then I go with fucking Johan Larson, you uneducated pleb. How do you not know about him? He's a Sabres Wilds Coyotes great. He's a guy Nick Backstrom called. Who's that? You don't know his name? <laughs> I can't wait until Johan Larson is part of the ah, fuck you tonight. Oh, God. And then, uh, and then Johnny does the uh, two Swede. There the you go. It's beautiful. And then we have a bowling terminology uh, situation with a Dadolf trade. Who do you think you are? I am. Uh, <laughs> and then me with a P.D. Weber tip. <laughs> Which, by the way, I want to say I watched a, a documentary on the YouTube that followed Pete Weber during the 2003 or 4 season. It's oh. called The League of Ordinary Gentlemen and tells the evolution of bowling okay. from, from its heyday to... Uh, that sounds the, like it could be fantastic. It's an hour and a half. It's really good. It's like it, it, gets, it gets really in-depth with what they do. So it's on YouTube for free. Um, nice. So if you have the time, go check it out. This that is also like exciting with the possibility of Faceoff Hockey Show Media Faction adding a bowling podcast uh, aimed to be determined in the summer of 2022. So be on the lookout for that. As we should. So Because that's when the summer swing will be in effect because the playoffs are happening now. So they'll have their summer year and then we can get into that. And by the league season, we'll be good to go. So that's that's some core business. And we get back to trade business. Lyle, okay. uh Andrew Cagliano going to Colorado. Another guy that you could be forgiven for going. I didn't know he was still in the league. Exactly. <laughs> um, on how Saint San Jose has, like, where's this guy come from? Yeah. Um, Zach Sanford on the move yet again, but back to Winnipeg mm-hmm. um, for a third time, I think. Uh, Shark swapping Anthony uh, Bedetto for Nick Merkley to the Rangers. Uh, a big deal here, Andrew Hammond, who got a farewell from the Canadians' Twitter. Yes. Uh, to the Devils for Nate Sh- uh, Schnarr. Thanks for filling in, buddy. It was actually... I mean, let's, let's be totally honest, though. That's a great return for somebody that you picked up just because yeah. you needed a goalie. Exactly. Yeah. And who actually won you a couple of games. He actually played pretty good. So, yeah. you know, it was kind of a nice story. He kind of resurrected his career a little bit there playing for the Habs. So yeah. hopefully, yeah, that translates into something more. Because from everything I've heard, I don't know Andrew Hammond, but from everything I've heard, he sounds like he's a pretty good guy. So Salt of the earth character, they say. Yeah. So uh, Tyler Mott going to the Rangers. Derek Broussard to the, fly, or to the Oilers. Mm-hmm. Ryan Carpenter to the Flames. Vladislav Namstrakov to the Stars. Which the stars, I don't know what the fuck they're doing. I don't know if they know what they're doing. Yeah, they know what they're doing. As I told Selling you, guys, now we're buying here. As I told you guys, as I told you guys last week, they were not going to be major sellers. They're going for it because their owner needs money in the worst friggin' way right now. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, future considerations going in both these deals: Michael McNevin to the Senators from the Flames, Riley Nash to the Lightning from the Yotes. 
Um, a big deal here. Jets trading uh, Andrew Kopp and a sixth round pick in 23 mm-hmm. to the Rangers for yeah. a 2022 conditional second round pick that becomes a first round pick of the Rangers win two playoff series and Cops plays 50 percent of the games. A conditional second round pick 2022 from St. Louis or 2023 from New York Rangers at Winnipeg's option and a 2023 fifth round pick and Morgan Barron. That was a pretty <laughs> good return. That's a pretty good return for a guy that. Let's be fair. He's he's a third line checking for oh, yeah. no, on I'm... a deep team. Okay, and that's not to disrespect Andrew Cop, but that's I'm sorry, but that was a huge overpay. And can I just say as well regarding the Rangers? Honest to God, I think everybody was expecting much bigger moves by them. I mean, yeah, yeah okay, yeah, okay, you bring in Justin Braun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay, yeah, that's all right. Depth defenseman, good. Good. Okay. Uh, you bring in uh, Andrew Kopp and Tyler Mott. Okay. Uh, you brought in some some depth forwards. But with $31 million of trade deadline cap space and all those prospects that you got in your system, young players that you, know, that you, you could have moved, right? You wouldn't have had to sell the farm, but you could have gone out and got yourself at least one genuine impact player. And Chris Jury just basically played it safe. He played it safe. I'm sure that he looked around. I mean, he listen, he was you know trying to land JT Miller. That was the guy he really wanted to get was JT Miller. But the Canucks are having none of it. They weren't going to move him. Uh, they were in on Ricard Raquel. They were in on a couple of other notable players. But at the end of the day, maybe it was just teams were asking too much. I don't know. But it just seemed like, to me, it seemed more like Drury was kind of being cautious. This really is his first trade deadline as a general manager. And with all that pressure, maybe he just figured, ah, well, we're good enough. Let's just grab some depth pieces and we'll go from there and save our money for the off season. Maybe when, you know, we can get somebody better that way. A couple nothing trades. Then uh, Ricard Raquel going to the Penguins for Zach Aston Reese. That was literally a last minute deal. That went down the last half hour. Was that at like 6 PM? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It took, it took over two friggin' hours before the full details of that trade came up. I'm sitting there and I'm doing live grades for Bleacher Report of the of the day's best trades. And I'm sitting there waiting because Ricardo Raquel, that's the last deal. And I'm sitting there waiting on it. That was the last notable name. And two hours went by after the deadline before finally, finally. And it wasn't the league that, re- that released it. Oh, no, it took them another three hours on their stupid trade tracker. Trying to figure out a trade dead- a trade clause, Lyle. Man. And, <laughs> and then, oh, no, where did I get it from? Three guesses. Cap friendly. Uh, Cap like, friendly had the details. That's so, all right. Cap friendly, ladies and gentlemen, your go-to source for all things trade detail related in the NHL. You know how Cap great friendly, it would be if Cap you were friendly. actually watching the website and then the trade comes in and Lyle changes the grades and the person and the one team just. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, uh, yeah. Victor Rasko into the Kraken for future considerations. <clears throat> Another player you could be forgiven for going. Oh, he's still in the league. Yep, exactly. Um, the trade that didn't happen. And then finally, three-way deal, baby. Three-way dance. Mm-hmm. Uh, Max Domi to the Hurricanes. Aiden Hruch, Hruch to the Blue Jackets. And Igor Koshev to the uh, Panthers. And a six-round pick to the Panthers. Also, Tyler uh, Inamoto is going mm-hmm. to games as well. And that deal basically to spread Domi's $5.2 million cap hit around. because Oh, yeah, no, it, it, was a, uh, it was a Sean Avery waiver wire. <clears throat> Yeah, yeah, but um, yeah, I was actually was... interested that the Panthers would do that in order to to allow 
Dobby to end up in Carolina. Well, it shows that they're really not that concerned about it. No, they re- they have all they need. Though it would be rather ironic if it turned around that they meet in the playoffs and it's Domi who scores the series-winning goal. Don't yeah, you think? like... Put me in the ice for that. Uh, Lyle, I know what you're thinking. After all this, what does this do for the odds? Um, currently, Colorado's still odds-one favorite, plus 400 to win the Stanley Cup. They did not move a minute or a, 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 a pinch. Uh, the Panthers got a little better, go from 750 to 650. Flames get a little better, 850 to 750. Carolina stays padded 800. Lightning actually get worse. They didn't do many deals. 800 to 850, that's because they had no money. And, uh, but hold on, though. The, the on. two deals they did make, like, this is this is the thing. You get Nick Paul from Ottawa. Yes, that's your replacement for Barkley Goudreau right there. Yeah. Okay? Then you bring in... Like a few days before, you bring in Braden Hagel from the Blackhawks. That was a good pickup. That would absolutely, there's your replacement for Blake Coleman. I'll tell you, they have just replenished their checking line that was so successful for them over the last two years. Yeah, okay, they don't have, uh, you know, uh, Yanni Gord there, but you got two thirds of that line replaced, bottom line. You put Ross Colton in there, be, you know, in between them. I'm telling you, those moves, they may not have been big, they could mean the difference. For the for the lightning in their quest to be the first team in forty years to three P. So uh Leafs get a little stupider. Uh they yeah. go twelve hundred to eleven from eleven hundred. Golden Knights get a little dumber going from uh a thousand to sixteen hundred. Uh Penguin stand pat, Rangers stand pat, Bruins stand pat, wild. Uh caps get a little better somehow. Go yeah, I don't 20, I don't think so. Plus yeah, terrible. They got their mojo working. Hey <laughs> Oilers somehow got better. Uh, plus three thousand to plus twenty five hundred. Uh, the Canucks got worse, uh, seventy five hundred to ten thousand. Uh, Ducks got worse, one uh, uh, twelve thousand five hundred to twenty five thousand. Ducks were free falling even before they traded away those three UFAs. Uh, the Sabers got a little better, going from plus three hundred yes. to plus two hundred fifty thousand. Let's go. Seattle <laughs> Kraken get a little better, from plus six hundred thousand to plus five hundred thousand. Uh, same with the Coyotes. Uh, yeah, because they got rid of Mojo. I get that. <laughs> Ottawa Senators got somehow worse from 150000 to 500000 um, That's their penalty. They're, are, they're already out of the playoffs. That's why. Yeah, it's a penalty point, for the no-trade clause debacle. Yeah. It's a penalty. No. <laughs> um, Lyle, what about the pissing match of uh, Kyle, the Kyles, Dubas and Davison, over the M.A. Flurry thing? Oh, man. Well, in, in that regard, um, yeah, I, I don't think it's it's very copacetic if, you, if your general manager's talking deal and you start, you know, saying, oh, hey, we always talking with this guy and this is what he wanted to do and, and these are the guys he wanted to do the move and blah, blah, blah. And it's just like, yeah, that that's kind of a little bit of a shitty thing to do. You know, if you're going to make deal, it, it doesn't work out well for you. Now, of course, we have to take uh, Dubas's word for it. You know, we we weren't there listening in or anything like that. But if, if Davidson actually did do what Dubas is accusing him of doing, it's going to make it a little harder for him to, to, to make deals going forward because general managers like to keep it all under wraps, right? And if you're going to start leaking details about what one team is willing to offer you for a guy... Yeah, you're going to find it awfully hard to make deals in this league. This is that culture change the Blackhawks are doing. They're letting everything air out, and uh, <laughs> this is just the sad state. 
Yeah, you air out the dirty laundry. You don't air out deals that you're trying to make. Well, step by step, Lyle. Day by yeah, day. baby steps. Fresh start over, different kind of play. Yeah, um, yeah. All right. Anything else, Lyle? To no, we got it all covered. Let's move on to the real. All right. Uh, OHL. This is the last week we oh. have before well, the NCAA tournament. We will. How did the season go so fast? It felt like we just started. Time. Time is a uh, some of a bit. circle. Uh, well, kind of. Uh, My life's a circle. Yes. Last week, Lyle just dominated the field, seventeen goals. Uh, Johnny, eleven. Oh Mark, no! How did that happen? Mark, nine. <laughs> I had seven. Fourth year. Oh, no. Lyle's in first. Three. I'm in second. And pretty much this is how it's going to stay. Third place. With 148 goals. And 22 goals up on, on the, their, the fourth place contender. Uh-oh. Mark with a C. Damn it. Yes, thank God. <laughs> Woo-hoo, let's go. So Johnny's team is either going to have to really, really be good and Mark team tank, or this is how we're going to be picking next week. Let's go. Situation. Let's go. Uh, OHL this <clears throat> week, the Ontario Hockey League. Um, all right, uh, I go first, and I'm not going to pick the best arena here. I'm just going to pick a tribute. It's the Oshawa Generals in the Tributes Community Center. Um, <laughs> that's so good. <laughs> Uh, now it goes to Mark. All right. <clears throat> well, I don't know if I'm. I, I guess I'm just gonna. We're just gonna. This is this is really like playing all the bench guys. This is the last week. We're we're sitting all the starters. It doesn't really even matter. We're not even jockeying for position here. Practice squad now. Yeah. So I'm gonna uh-huh. go with the Brantford Alexanders. Nay. <laughs> the Steelhawks. Nah. Uh-huh. The Ni- Niagara Falls Thunder did it. The Erie Otters. Okay. <laughs> that's that that's your... the progression of how that team became the Erie Otters, according to Wikipedia, which is of course oh. it's the Bible, the, the authority, the Bible, obviously. Uh, to Johnny. Oh man, I should have went with the Hamilton Dukes. <laughs> All right, late. I'm gonna go with the uh, uh, Dort on golf federal credit <laughs> union. Event center, and that is uh, the Flint Firebirds. By the way, who had their general manager uh, banned from the league for racist comments? Oh, Perfect. Wow. Good, so good that test. team should fold this week. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, my you, touch you, is back. You got your yes, pick, baby. Uh, okay, well, this is going to be a simple one sticking, of course, obviously, with my wrestling team, and I'm going with the Hamilton British Bulldogs. Nice. Hamilton. Bulldog to Hamilton. Hamilton. We were previously the Belleville Bulls. Hey, there you go. What else you got for us, Mark? Yeah, I like these little history drops. That, uh, I Mark's don't know. So, well, let's see. Who did Johnny pick? <laughs> Johnny picked the uh, Dort on Golf. Who did you pick? Flint Firebirds. Firebirds. Uh, previously, the Plymouth Whalers. Oh, prior to wow. that, the Detroit Ambler Junior Red Wing Whalers. I don't know what the that's hell that's supposed to be. I do remember the Plymouth Whalers. I do remember that. As a, as a, as a, as a, I guess they were, de- they were the Detroit Junior Red Wings and then the Detroit Whalers. Detroit Junior And then the Red Plymouth Wings. Whalers and then the Flint Firebirds. Once again, that shows how old I am. I remember the Detroit Junior Red Wings. Yeah. Pat Peek was on that team. 
the last time he was good, and then he fucking tried to beat out a knife thing, and lo and behold, here, mm. we, here we fucking are. Yoch. All right, guys, let's let's go to October 11th, uh, 2010. Oh no! Before the deadline. Before the trade deadline. Before the trade deadline. Before the trade deadline. Guys, let's uh, let's let's go let's go to a little place around the corner. Esp. Exactly. Let's go to uh, let's go to two places that uh, you know, in North America that are big. Two places that are notable. Mm-hmm. Places where there are just a lot of uh, a lot of monuments. We're gonna go to a place that has a big penis monument. <laughs> We're going to Grand Forks, North Dakota, in my bedroom. Oh! 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 <laughs> <laughs> really, what's the monument to, though? Uh, it's a bad dragon. Looks yeah, like where, where do you keep it in the uh, house? Obviously, right up here. Um, <laughs> wow. So, let's go to the nation's capital as uh, they take on the other nation's capital. Oh, hello. The Ottawa Senators and the Washington Capitals in oh. a 3-2 to two duel overtime battle from Which- the Hori- Verizon Center. Which year was this? 2010. Right, okay. probably there. 20, I more than likely was there. I remember it vividly. Probably not. Wait, what, was this a Saturday night? I do not remember it vividly. Well, <laughs> years, 12 years ago, almost. <clears throat> 11 and a half years ago. Into the Wayback Machine. Mark, you bitched about not going first last time, so you go first this time. Wait, yeah. I did? Why yeah. would I? I don't feel like that would be something that I would do. Um... 2010. Okay. Sure thing. Uh, I I won't go too obvious, but I'll I'll. I, I, uh, Bye. Just say it. All right. Fine. Nick Backstrom. <laughs> Bored, of course. Johnny. <laughs> Alex Ovechkin. How's Ovechkin bored, of course? Bio. Okay. Since you guys are obviously going all capitals, I will. Sp- trying and and stick with the senators for as long as i can um let's try right off the bat the most obvious i think daniel alfredson board okay. you guys have had a tough week with the trade deadline i'm giving you this layups it's gonna be an easy week we're gonna, we're gonna go into it smooth that's true smooth. like that big penis monument mark <laughs> <laughs> i'll go you know what i'm gonna buck the the i'm gonna go jason spezza board uh, rookie of the Lyle. I, I can play oh. both sides here. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. It's not that type of party. Yeah. <laughs> Johnny. I'm flattered, uh, making you a little curious. But <laughs> <laughs> Sergey Fedorov. Sergey Fedorov, sorry. Oh. To Lyle. Uh, oh, what the hell? Marcus Johansson. Marcus Johansson is on the board. There's, there it is. I can do that too. Yeah, I knew he was going to be there. I uh-huh. just didn't want to. You just didn't want to. You just didn't want to have that it. name in your mouth. <laughs> yeah. Uh, to Mark, Mike Green. Like green game over Green on the board. There you go. Like 31 minutes that night. Holy shit! Wow. Jesus. Uh, he was, you know, to to coin a phrase, but back then he really was a monster. He loved big minutes and got a lot of points before mm-hmm. then, he, then the injuries happened. But yeah, then the shoulder injuries, then a heart attack, <laughs> <laughs> then the cancer. Not that we have anything against cancer. <laughs> Johnny. <laughs> oh, God. That never gets old. <laughs> uh, 
Mike Knievel. <laughs> Mike Knievel's on that board. Hey, yeah. I was going to I was going to go there. I didn't. More, it's taken. Uh, Lyle. Um, hmm. Danny Heatley. Sorry. Oh, that must have been. Uh, yeah. Okay. Sorry. Okay. Mark. Carl Alsner. Carl Alsner is on that board. Wow. Carl Alsner. There's. Yeah, you did know that team, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah. Johnny, yeah. you know the team? Damn. Okay. All uh, right. <clears throat> Michael Neuvert. Bears in that. Of course he is. There you go. Word? At 29 saves. Lyle, to you. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, back to the Senators and the big rig, Chris Phillips. Chris Phillips on that board. Of course he is. There you go. Okay, now we're in the groove. Here we go. Sure. Let's do this. It's easy. <clears throat> Take the Too easy. Mm, Sean Morrison. Sean, don't call me Shane. <laughs> Sorry, not on the board. Oh, oh, dang. Oh, that was my first miss. Yeah. Ooh. Johnny, what do you got for us, buddy? Uh, Chris Neal. Chris oh. Neal's on that. Ooh. Take the points. Take the points. Lyle. Okay. Um. I um. Eric Carlson. Mm-hmm. Eric Carlson's on the board. It's Mark. <laughs> Craig Anderson. Craig Anderson's not on that board. No, he was in Colorado. Oh, dang. Sorry. Or he was in Chicago. Or he was in Long Island. No, no. He, he went to the waiver wires a avalanche lot. Avalanche that season, I think, but Avalanche. Uh, see, I have no idea who Ottawa's goalie was at that time. <laughs> mm. Yeah. <laughs> Fair uh, point. Yeah. Well, Johnny, it's to you. Do you want to take a stab or you want to take the points, take the points? Um, how about uh, Matt Hendricks? Oh, I'll take the points, take the points. Matt Hendricks on the board. Mm-hmm. Gotta like that. Thank you. Gotta like that. Lyle, what do you got? Uh, mm, points. Mm, hang on, hang on. Okay, I'm, I'm guessing that Danny Heatley... Was not on the team because he got traded to San Jose. We already said that too. Yeah. Well, yeah, Lyle was the one who said it. <laughs> yeah, I was the one who said it. Yeah. So, just trying to remember what the return was. Um, give me a sec. Mm-hmm. Was it a computers? Milan Mahalik? On the board. Take the- yes. Wow. Look at that. Oof. 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 Well, I, I don't. I know they got another player after that. I could have done now. Never mind. <laughs> okay. Well, I can tell you who it was. They didn't play in this game. Okay. It was uh, John Chichu. Right. Yeah, I was going to say right. Chichu. Chichu. Yes. That's a break on that. Oh, boy. I'm glad I didn't say Chichu. <laughs> take the points. Take the points. I'm going to go with the best NASCAR driver in the NHL, Boyd there. Gordon. There he is. Oh, 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 let's go. Assist oh, oh, in this oh, game. Oh. Johnny P. I, this could be wrong. Uh-oh. But I'm just going to throw it out there. It's John Sotala's favorite friend, uh-huh. uh, Matt Bradley. He played three minutes and 23 seconds. Take the point. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> By far the person who played the least in this game. By a good three minutes. Lyle, take the take the point. Um, okay. Still thinking vintage uh, vintage Senators here. Mike Fisher. Mike Fisher is Ooh. on the board. You take those points. Wow. Yes. 
I'm surprised I remember so many of those guys. Right? Well, that that was what wasn't very long after they like they when they still had a good team. So yeah, yeah. they just come off of a big cup run a few years back. Yeah, yeah. Mark. <laughs> Um, the best former spouse of a Dancing with the Stars person of all time, Brooks Like. Take those points. Take those points. Look at him go. Wow. Johnny. Um, I don't, I, this might be a, this might be a love shot actually, Uh but, uh, I'm going to go with Tom Pody. Yeah, it's a long shot. Oh, I was so uh, hoping that he was going to be a yes so I could say, Johnny, he had, downtown! He had those. <laughs> that was a heat check. Let's be honest. Yeah, that was. Like, yeah. He, he had those. Did he have concussion issues? He did. He did, he yeah. did yeah. Yep. Yeah. All right, Lyle, take the points. Take the points. Take- um, okay, I I usually try to stay away from the goaltenders. I know right. that's usually Johnny's domain, but I got to go for it, Johnny. I'm going to say Ray Emery. Nope, sorry. Ah, oh, bugger. Okay. Sorry, it's like round. It's like round twenty-five. I think you can take goalies. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there should be a, lit, a statute of limitations on goalies. <laughs> Johnny has exclusive rights to this for the first ten rounds. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. All right, Mark. <laughs> he was probably not still playing at this time, but I, I would be remiss not to do it. Anton Volchenkov. Anton Volchenkov, not there. No, I, I mean he's on your wall. Yeah, he's exactly. <laughs> right there. I want to say he was in Jersey at that point, in New Jersey. Uh, Johnny... That would sound about right because he was with the Senators for years. Yeah, yeah. yeah I would say you're probably right. He was with the Devils by then. Um, how about Andrew Hammond? What about him? <laughs> I think he's a little early for the Hamburglar. I think a little early for the Hamburglar. So, so I, I, mean, I know that Scotty has a penchant for bringing up people we've talked about earlier. Fair point. Yes, so yes. That's a good point. I'm starting to use the show against him in this game. <laughs> <laughs> if I can remember two hours. Right, exactly. Uh, all right, so what do we Ooh, got here? I got one more. Oh, oh, yeah. I wasn't sure if we were on last turn. call or yeah, not. my turn. Lyle, Sorry. are you going to do last call? Is this last call? No, no. Lyle, you, you got Okay. Okay, I was going to Mark say started Chris. it off, so Mark starts off last calls. Yeah, so I was going to say Chris Kelly. Chris Kelly's on the board. Ooh. Take the points. Now we're at last call, Mark. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. All right. All right. Uh, Thomas Fleischman. Ooh. Take the points. Take the points. Wow. wow. Take Thomas Fleischman. That, but yeah, that's Damn. right. That's right. Yeah. Yes. I've forgotten all about that. <laughs> yeah, rightfully so. Call him old Carl Hagelin. <laughs> Uh, oh, Carl <laughs> <laughs> But he was so good in juniors. <laughs> oh, well, there you go. Speaking of which, John, I think you just opened up another uh, spot in your mind. Did I? Speaking last of call. guys that used to play well before they got to the NHL. Johnny, oh, last no. call. Come on. If you don't do it, I will. I, I, I don't know if I remember who this is at this point. There's a couple. There's a couple on this Caps roster. God. Um, I, I, I will give you a hint. His first name and last name have the same number of letters. All right. That's a good okay. one. I know who oh, you're talking about. Oh, no. <laughs> Can I just tag in, Mark? Well, <laughs> <laughs> do you know who I'm talking about? <clears throat> I have no again? idea. It's, I mean, it's, as soon as you say it, I'm going to know. It's, Sorry, a, kind it's, of... a, it's a former junior star who didn't flourish in, in the, the NHL. Mm-hmm. Um and his first and last name had the same amount of letters. Oh, sorry, I was too wrapped up trying to think of senators here. So. All right, pass. 
<laughs> yeah, go ahead. Because uh, I was just going to say Chris Bork. Uh, nope. Mark? Eric Fair. Eric Fair. Oh, there he there is. You go. Now, had you said that he was the king of outdoor games, I probably would have remembered who it was. You would have said Ty Conklin. True. Um, <laughs> uh, Lyle, your last call. Uh, um, okay, I think it might be a little early for this guy. Um, okay, Nick Foligno. Take the point, take the point! Holy oh, shit, wow! wow. Awesome! I think hey, this I, was a good week. This was a good week. I'm surprised. I'm just surprised how many Ottawa Senators from then I, I still remember. Holy well, shit. You're probably, probably going to remember a couple more after we list them all. Yes. Let's Out of mentioned, of course. Antoine Chris, Burbett. Uh, no, unfortunately. Oh, uh, I was going to say, good poll. <laughs> Chris Campoli, Matt Cartner, Fisher, Felino, Sergey Gonchar. Right. No, he signed as a free agent that he summer. He was on That's the right. Senators. He yeah. signed as a free agent that summer. Yes. And he got jerks. traded to the Penguins during their run. Yep. Uh, wow. Eric Carlson was mentioned. Chris Kelly. Al- Alexei Kovalev on that team. Oh, wow. Yeah. I yeah. kind of forgot what happened to him after Montreal. Most yeah. people did. Yeah. yeah. To be uh, fair. Brian Lee. Uh, Mahalik was mentioned. Neil Phillips were mentioned. Peter uh, Regan. He was in the team. Yarko Rutu. Yarko Rutu. Brian Shannon. Zach Smith, Spezza, Zach Smith. and Annette. You know him, you love him. Pascal LeClaire. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Totally forgot he played. If you, were gonna say, if you said Laleem, I would have been mad at myself. <laughs> totally forgot. He, that's right, because the Blue Jackets traded him to yep. the Senators after that. What, what was the guy's name who won the, in 2009, won the Calder for them in that? Mason? Steve Mason. Mason, yes. Yes. Yep. That's right. That's right. Yep. Uh, for the Capitals, Steve or Chris, though. Uh-oh. Steve. Steve Mason. Uh, Chris Mason. Chris Mason played for the Predators. New England. And, the and then the Blue Jackets. The red. The red. <laughs> um, <laughs> the uh, Caps. Alsner, Backstrom, Bradley were mentioned. John Carlson wasn't. That's <laughs> I, when you I said didn't... when you said Eric Carlson, I thought that John Carlson had already been said, so I didn't say it. <laughs> oh, I had assumed okay. that he wasn't on the team yet, to be honest uh, with you. Uh, Jason Shamira, uh, John, John Erskine, <laughs> uh, Fair, Fleischman, Gordon Green, Hendricks, Johansson, Knubel, like Ovechkin were mentioned. Wow! But you didn't you didn't mention this guy, and I'm kind of mad because he's a two time Stanley Cup winner. Brian Pottier. Nope. Damn it. Jeffrey Schultz. Uh. <laughs> the plus minus king of Sheboygan, Ohio. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, Alex Semen. Oh, yeah. Oh, my I would God. miss him. God, because he was in uh, Idaho. Yeah, exactly. Selling he, cars. Wasn't that one of his good years? Uh, no, that's, a, that's right. tires. It's part of the car. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> I walked right into that face and eyes. I walked into that. Actually, that it was coming. It was coming off of his uh, forty gold campaign. I was gonna say. And then he had twenty eight and twenty six for this year. Kind of a drop mm-hmm. off there. Yeah. That um, was like a Leslie Nielsen bit. Good year. That no, was terrible. that was brilliant. <laughs> I walked right into that too. Yeah. Uh, Tyler Sloan, and of course Michael Neuver in that. Yeah. So speaking of Leslie Nielsen, Lon, we found out this week that uh, Leslie Nielsen was in Slapshot Three. Return. No way. Yeah, apparently. Wow. That is also going to be a Patreon thing that we put up uh, as we watch Slapshot 3 <laughs> against our will. 
well, not really against our will. We wouldn't need content. So yeah. that yeah. that would be a hard. Yeah, that would be even even though Leslie Nielsen said that'd be kind of a difficult difficult. Oh well, yeah, no, it's going to be a struggle bus. Going to be horrible. Yeah. I, mean, I kind of hope it's of... like a a little bit of a uh, bed with brooms. Oh, if only it could be like men with brooms. That that was a very that was a wonderful little kind of underrated classic. I really enjoyed that uh, movie. Yeah, really did. Yeah, that was a good Leslie Nielsen. He, Leslie Nielsen had a great catalog of movies that he did. Great, well, great catalog of comedy, comedy. Like once he once he did Airplane, because for years before that, like I was always used to seeing him doing like serious roles. Like he was the captain in the Poseidon Adventure. He did a couple of Columbo episodes, you know, and he was always serious. He was always like a serious actor. And after he did Airplane in 1980, and then like the Naked Gun TV series after, which by the way is still one uh -huh. of my favorite TV shows of all all time. Like he just his career just took off. It went in a completely different direction. He was fantastic as a comedy actor, just fantastic, especially in the his Naked, Naked Gun movie. It's, you know, yeah, yeah, the timing was, was great. <laughs> yes, yeah. yeah. All right, Lyle. Well, we've done it once again. Yes. Uh, have yourself a wonderful week. Have some good recovery yes. time. Yes. Get thanks, sleep, guys. Lyle. Tell us about your sleep stats next week. Yeah. <laughs> oh boy. Oh yeah. Well, I'll, t I'll tell you, uh, my sleep stats, uh, well, I'll tell you in basic hours. Uh, the first hour was six and a half on Monday night when I basically face planned last night. Only managed three. That's a mm. long hour, six and a half. Yeah. Only managed three hours last night. But of course, part of that was due to freaking sinuses because we got a weather system pushing up in here. So, so. Oh, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't know what that is. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Feel your He's pain, got the bro. stats to prove it. Yes, that that's the one thing where he and I can share stats. It's just like all of them. Let me do you, John, you, what you really need to do is take those stats of yours and correlate them with weather data from oh, the night. There you go. Jeez. Now that would that be, it would that it would actually tell me something. To that be perfectly would be honest, stat, that would be sleep analytics. I would be interested in how much yeah. of a correlation did that have to do with with barometric pressure? Although so far, here's the best part so far of this week is that Harper has called me every morning before I've woken up. <laughs> sounds this about entire right. week. I feel well, like John, Mark's trying to sabotage me at this point. <laughs> Johnny is on West Coast time now, so. <laughs> oh man. All right, guys. Well, listen. You know, have a have a great week, and uh, I'm I'm gonna go and try and recover from sleep now because that drink just did me in. So that shows you how tired I am. There you so go. It did. It did me in. So I'm gonna go kick my head down. Tell you next week, lads and lasses. Take care. Peace out. See you, Lyle. There he goes, Lyle Richards, InspectorsHockey.net at Spectres Hockey on Twitter. Johnny, shout us some outs. Um, I'm gonna give a shout out to reading comprehension. All right. Cool. Um, apparently. Apparently, that doesn't make it to uh, GMs or people that work in Vegas. Right. Uh, what else? What else? Give a shout out to uh, my glasses that allow me to see when my head hurts. <laughs> uh, Do you have contacts? No, no. Could, Why not? Could, could you imagine me with contacts? My eyes itch all the time. <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. Good point. Uh, but I'll give a shout out to uh, Grape for Loco. Oh, dear Lord. This thing is by far the worst tasting grape <laughs> thing I've ever had in my entire life. I I barely, I just finished this whole thing in two hours. So why? Uh, so here's a great story. So uh, the guy, Ryan Ellis, that we sponsored last year uh, on a NASCAR 
our Xfinity series actually car. Uh, he uh, was sponsored by Four Loco, uh, and it's an American flag Four Loco. Okay. It doesn't tell you what the flavor is. <laughs> so I went to three different places. Frank's Den uh, obviously had it because I'm in Glen Burnie. Uh, so I'm going to break it out because Todd and Scotty wanted to know what it tasted like. Yep. And I'm going to wait until the next time that Ryan Ellis races, which I will be out of town for it. And then I'm going to have to wait for the next race, but I'm going to drink it at that point. And then they had this grape one next to it. And I was like, well, I mean, these things are like $2. I might as well get a second one. Uh, so I figured I would drink <laughs> it on the show. Where's the narrator come in? It's like, it seemed like yeah. a good idea. Narrator. It was not a good idea. Uh, yeah, so so that occurred. In fact, a terrible idea. Uh, I was t- actually telling Scotty earlier that uh, I'm going to drink the American flag version of Four Loco out of the can first so that the color doesn't like uh, tell me what flavor it should be. Because yes. I don't actually think that the color is going to tell me what flavor it should be anyway. I have a feeling it's like pink. Um, but who knows what this thing's going to taste like. And it really only happened because, you know, Scotty and Todd wanted a bit for the In the Draft show. In the Draft. You should listen to that as well if you're a NASCAR fan. Yeah, we recorded it the other day. Great times. Uh, yeah, so that was why Four Loco made it onto the list tonight. Um. <laughs> uh, and I'm going to sh- uh, give a shout out to Yo-Yo, uh, which, which is apparently what everybody else calls him. Mo-Yo isn't a thing. Everybody calls him uh, Jojo or Yo-Yo, which I guess this we all should have known he was going to fucking come back. Yeah, absolutely. Yo-Yo joke. Yo-Yo joke. Mm. <laughs> out. G-Mark. Rack him. Uh, Rack him. My the the guys I still talk to about Caps games, you know, Sombrero guy, McClure, Elon. They're already they're already sick of me and my mojo chat. But I will say this: shout out to Steve Tory. He one hundred percent agrees with me on this on 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 this uh, Marcus Johansson situation. So he didn't like him from from the first go around. He thinks that they should immediately cut him, even though that's not possible. But we should do it anyway. Shout out to Tom Wilson if you're listening. Maybe there's an altercation at practice or something. That's all I'm saying. You know, if you want to take care of the situation and take out a player on our own team, (laughs) not just any player. Yo, yo, (laughs) yo, yo. But I'm not saying that. I'm just saying maybe we're talking about practice. Practice about practice. Game. Somebody needs to tell me. I I I would be extremely uh, interested to hear any positives that you see in in that that human being's hockey game. Just any. He's yeah, he's fast. Before. He's a fast skater, but he's like Luis Mendoza, man. If you can't do anything with the puck when you get it, then what's the point? He's got great facial hair. Not really, though. Not really. No. It's kind of patchy. His money's, off the, his money's off the books in the summer. Yeah, that's a positive right there. <laughs> that's He's really all it came down to, right? Like, at the end of the day, like, that's 
really what the trade was all about. Yeah. No arbitration there. Mm-hmm. Plus, they already had all these jerseys printed up that no one wanted to buy. So, you know how great it would be is if he was wearing the old Reebok jerseys still instead of the Adidas ones? Oh, that'd be fantastic. Because they were like, you know what? You're going to have to wear the old jerseys that we have still printed up from the last <laughs> time you were here. Uh, and then I'll give a shout out to Johan Larson. Hey, the, the good for, you know. for for part possibly, you know, redeeming this trade that deadline for me. Wonderful. That's that's all I got. But a diss to him for not being Adam Larson. Yeah, I, just, I mean, I looked up Adam Larson. Obviously, no trade clause, four mil a year. We wouldn't have been able to oh, afford that. Fucking, but. That wouldn't have mattered to the Golden Knights. Doesn't matter anymore. <laughs> yeah. Just trade people and hope for the best. Fucking figure central central registry has to figure that shit out. We're just doing it. Uh, all right. Um, shout out to cards. I bought a box of uh fat packs, like literally a box. There's fucking eighteen packs in this of uh, fat packs in this box. Wow. Uh, so I got a couple. I got a got a uh, Connor McDavid ultimate victory. That's pretty cool. I finished out my fucking like all star from the extended series upper deck uh line from last year. I can't still can't find my fucking top loaders. I placed I cleaned up my room, I placed them somewhere in here, I can't find them. I've got like eighty of them in my house, so you can take them when you show up in April. Sounds good. Um mm. that's about it. I really didn't have much, don't have much to shout out. That's kind of spring cleaning. Shout out spring cleaning. Let's go. Shout out, it actually thawing out here in North Dakota. Let's go. It's supposed to be like 25 next week. What the hell? Uh, next week, tomorrow. Um, so that's it. For Johnny P. Work at the C. I'm Scotty Wise. Take care of yourself and someone else. This has been Faithful Hockey Show. Uh, part of the Faithful Hockey Show Media Faction and PodcastMonsters.com. Uh, FOHS Radio. At that in both Instagram, Facebook, and of course, Twitter. That's three things. Uh, Patreon.com slash Faithful Hockey Show for giving us monies. And possibly, if we can figure out the way to logistically work it out, we'll watch a movie and then put it on the internet, possibly against copyright laws, but it's Patreon. They have to subscribe to pages. There we go. We've done it. You guys have a good week. We'll talk to you next time through. And uh, until then, peace.